0: hello 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 welcome back how you doing guys you all right let me just check everything is live we're all good it looks like we're good and no, take it takes out studio mode excellent <laughs> by the way guys we are once again just cruising along on this one today uh there wasn't much vr news that we could find um so it's going to be a nice general chat we have got the discord community top 10 vr games to go through and that has informed me it is quite surprising so, um, mm-hmm. and he's, 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 uh, basically worked it all out what that top 10 is. And thank you to everyone who contributed towards that and who is the, who is in the discord. So let me do some introductions. Uh, this show is called the VR link. If you haven't been here before, it's a Sunday VR chat show. Uh, and it's also the last episode for 2019. Uh, unfortunately, South Ketchup can't be with us today. And I'll be absolutely honest. I think he's just on the piss. I can't remember what he said. I think he's just out getting drunk with some friends um so that's pretty cool
1: that's pretty much exactly what he is doing yeah excellent
0: excellent um yeah so uh, as i was saying if you haven't been here before this show is all about uh, you and us being able to have a chat discussing virtuality news and games releases and um we also have the vr link on spotify and anchor as a audible file so that's pretty cool so you can follow us on there I would also t- like to take this opportunity to thank the amazing patrons and channel members whose names are listed below, and if you're looking for ways to support the channel, please check the links in the description, and while you're there, please join in the community Discord. It's full of positive VR enthusiasts and headset owners of all variations, and you can leave us questions and uh, or any conversation points you would like brought up in future shows. So now, let me introduce my co-host, Nat from 7 Degrees Gaming. Hi, guys. And Lincoln Clay from LincolnClay670.
2: You know who it is? It is the Godfather of VR, the ageless wonder, the most interesting man to have a PC crap out on him.
0: Uh, I think I think he's had three. I think you've had three, haven't you?
2: Did you say? Yep, that's the third one, and it, it could be the third one within a year. Oof.
0: dude! Jesus. I mean, are these are these ones you built yourself, or I mean, to be uh, honest, these are
2: store bought. Uh, these are store bought computers. The first two, uh, the SSD went out on them because I think it was just cheap hardware to begin with. But I actually think the hard the SSD might have went out on this Alienware PC as well. I won't know. Uh, They said it'd probably take about two or three weeks uh, before I get it back.
0: Right. Okay. So, yeah, I've never built a PC.
2: Neither have I. Well, no, no, actually, I did. I did build one. I didn't build it by myself. Uh, A guy was, like, walking me along. And then, like, halfway through, I was like, all right, move out of the way and let me finish this.
0: Uh, Okay.
2: You know, I really want to get my hands dirty
0: all right cool um yeah thank you for all being here i know it's still the christmas holidays i hope you all had a fantastic christmas how was your christmas guys was it all good
1: not bad except uh, i only had one day off from work which was christmas day
2: okay Uh, for me um other than my pc taking a crap i had a wonderful christmas um i got a chance to go over to my parents house and show my father's Star Trek bridge crew, as I've said before in the past, his health is failing to the point where he can't travel anymore. I want to hear this story um, so,
0: anyway, dude, because you got you got to say what happened. I thought that was awesome.
2: Yeah, I was uh, very, very emotional that day. Um, you know, voice cracking, tears streaming down my face. And um, I sat next to him and uh, put the headset on him. And he didn't say anything, but you could tell he was amazed by it because he was just looking around like that. And I had my arm around him still crying, asking him if he could see the Enterprise. And he said, yeah.
3: Uh, so
2: I know I know he liked it. And it, it meant a lot to me to show it to him because uh, my father is the hardest Trekkie that you'll ever know as far as uh, still being clothed like a normal person. Anybody else who likes Star Trek more than my father, uh, they take it to the next level, dressing up like something right out of the show. So um so it was that was big to me to show that to my father it really really meant a lot to me so uh i think vr as a whole for me to be able to do this
0: what um what ship did you put him on dude did you put him on like all of them or
2: uh no see he's he's not even in any con- con- condition to play it i just wanted him to see the ship in his full size
0: oh so so you know when he, they, he yeah, was in the, um, the game. shuttle was he
2: yeah, when it orbits oh, the well, ship. That's pretty, so, that is
0: amazing So anyway.
2: I I wanted him to see that. Uh but I did take the quest over to my brother's house as well. Um and I showed it to them. I showed them a uh, Vader Immortal. They were amazed by that. Uh beat saber they thought was pretty fun. Uh one friend is even considering getting some sort of VR headset. Uh Sweet. now my brother, ever the uh, devil's advocate, uh he insists that he feels like um, those ships in the Star Trek bridge crew weren't as big as you as they're supposed to be.
0: So, oh, they're not to scale. Okay.
2: Yeah, that's what he claims. But my brother's—he's a person that's—he's the, the devil's advocate. If you go left, he wants to go right. If you go up, he wants to go down.
0: Well, I don't know what so, happened, but my, my oldest eldest son—he's now turned into one of those people where you'll be watching a film, and he'll just go, in a minute, this is going to happen, that's going to happen. You know, it'd just be it's so obvious. And I'm like, yeah, but sometimes you might know that, but you just got to enjoy the ride almost. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. And yeah, he to...
2: was, you know, my brother was amazed by it, but he's one of those guys that um, not only is he's the devil's advocate, he's one of those guys when you get into a conversation with him, the conversation isn't over until he gets the last word in. So, oh um,
0: man, that'll the work. Yeah. So,
2: But there's, you know, <laughs> There, I, I've never seen any official documentation on any kind of Star Trek starships that give us the actual length and scale of these ships. I've never heard anything on the TV shows or the movies that say uh, how long these ships are. But he insists that they these ships are normally longer than an aircraft carrier. So I don't know. So, but what I, the, I just, the, it was the
0: what the Starship Enterprise? You said, dude, it'd be ma It'd be so much bigger than an aircraft carrier, surely. How many people? That's a pretty long
2: ship because like uh, our newest aircraft carrier over here in America is the USS Gerald Ford. And that that aircraft carrier is uh, 1,100 feet long. Let me check. So, I'm sure
1: there's somebody who's worked out how big the thing is. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So,
2: anybody in the chat knows how long any any of these ships are. Let us know.
0: How big was that ship you said? So, it says, are you doing meters or feet? Uh, Feet. Okay, so the USS Enterprise, which I think is the original Enterprise, is two thousand three hundred seventy nine point seventy six feet. What? That's what I'm saying. They are like colossal. Do you know what I mean? There is, and I and I remember. Um, and I don't know the um, NCC one seven zero one D, the one from Next Generation, is probably even bigger. So, uh, two
2: thousand yeah. feet long.
0: <laughs> That's what they're saying, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I knew oh, they were smokes. massive. I knew they were ridiculous, because they're like yeah, so.
2: I wanted to guess that those ships were probably about eight or nine hundred feet long.
0: Man, I just I always remember watching a film where they're docking and uh you see a spaceship, <laughs> and I remember thinking that's gotta be absolutely massive, and I'm pretty sure I did Google it years ago. And it was, yeah. uh, it was pretty Uh huge.
2: so yes, Mrs. Gamertag, uh as much as I hate to admit it, yes, my brother sounds like he is correct. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Damn! How you doing, guys? Uh, Nat, so how was your Christmas, man? All good.
1: Yeah, like I say, I just uh, unfortunately it was only one day off—Christmas day off. But uh, yeah, apart from that, it was good. I spent it with uh, family, so that was uh, that was cool.
0: No, how did they feel about your beard? Do they still trust you without the beard?
1: No, my nephew wouldn't come in the same room as me. I
2: oh,
0: don't blame him. It's it's it's, it's a know, shock.
2: When I was a kid, it was the other way around. Kids used to be scared of uh, guys with full beards.
1: No, he's, uh, I had a problem with him initially for for like uh, for the first like three years of his life. He'd never come near me, and then it all just changed one day for some reason. Um, but, yeah, I'd, obviously this is the first time he's seen me without the beard and back to the first three years of his life. He just wouldn't,
2: wouldn't be in the same room. <laughs> but, I, but I have to say, Nat, that if I were to meet you, if I were to see you on the street today, the way you looked, and then see you on the street maybe a week later the way I, I would recognize him, you. Maybe. Yeah, you could have walked right past me and not said a word to me and I wouldn't have known it was you.
0: Yeah, for sure.
2: And I'm part trade. I forgive you, my son.
0: How's it going, everyone in the chat? We got Dustin Ward, um, uh, we got midlife. How are you doing? DJ, Dominic, thank you for being here. How's it going? Davo, Mick, Voidcat, German Rifter, Mrs. GT, thank you for the war. Um did I say hello to German Riftart? I'm sure I did. TGK, Keith Hunt. How you doing, guys? You all good? JD Max. I think he's actually at work at the moment, so thank you ever so much for joining us. The Scottish Gamer. Yeah,
2: always doing, JD guys? Max. I always uh, enjoy watching his, uh, his uh, sim racing over on Twitch. So thank he's you. a pretty good racer, so if you guys get thank a chance, so make sure you check out JD Max on Twitch.
0: Yeah, for sure. If you like that, that, uh, that sim racing, JD, feel free to put a link uh, in for your... In for your channel, man, if you want to. It's absolutely cool, man. Thank you. Uh, who else have we got? We've got anyone else who's joined us today?
1: That man has a crazy setup in his house.
0: <laughs> what, JD? Yeah. Do do dude, dude. So, let's do the uh, top 10 community Discord, which would be, hold on, the Scottish gamer. What's he put? Oh, cool. He wrote the same thing. Excellent stuff. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. I thought maybe it's was something else. VR Bug, how's it going, it's almost dude? It's 2,400 feet long. That's crazy, isn't it? it is oh, he said,
2: yeah, that's, he said that's almost a half a mile in distance, which he would be right. Uh, a full mile is about 5,200 feet, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Yeah, man, that's crazy. and uh, Excellent. Yeah, he's at work. Cool. Um, what was going to say? So we've got a top 10 done by the community Discord. Uh, and you were saying that it is...
1: Not... There's some very big surprises. I mean, I, I thought there was some surprises when we did our, our top ten. That's got nothing on what the communities uh, picked out uh, right. for uh, uh, what's in their uh, top tens. Uh, there's a couple in there that I'm really glad to see that made the top ten because mm-hmm. uh, I really like the games. But yeah, say so it's uh, it's unique. We you know you could tell also certain people. Uh, that that watch here. I've only got PlayStation VR because they've literally just picked out PlayStation VR games, which is all good. Yeah, yeah. So it's you know, it's, it's the show. What we're all about is to get people in, in, engaged in VR. Um, we don't care if you've got PlayStation VR, Quest, a PC. We want you to enjoy the experiences that you can have. Absolutely. Uh, um, I, I yeah, would agree. Cool.
2: You know, and I think um I think VR is growing so much to the point. Where I think we're actually starting to get a few bandwagoners jumping on, people who just follow the trends that probably don't know much about VR, but they know it's trending right now yeah and, um,
0: I've got so. people uh, who've joined the channel who are waiting to get VR, and they're just interested, you know what I mean they've seen a VR channel or they just like live streams or whatever, and um yeah, they're just they're just there waiting, you know, or they' they're one of the um, people who have are waiting for stocks to come back in. Uh, for the quest because a lot of people seem to be getting the quest so and i can't remember and uh,
2: and i definitely can't knock that to me it doesn't matter what headset you get as long as you get one and um and do make sure you keep us in the loop on through twitter and that kind of stuff let us know when you get a headset now i will gladly uh, shoot you guys my uh usernames through oculus and steam and that kind of stuff and hopefully we can get together and uh, play something
0: absolutely absolutely so um Nat, what was the you used the same score I used chart? The
2: exactly
1: same score chart, sh- uh, score chart that we used on last week's show for ourselves. Okay, I used exactly the same one for um, uh, for the community. So again, thank you to the community for uh putting your top tens in. Yeah, like I gotta say it was really. Uh, I mean, I'm not gonna do what I did last week where I will go through each one uh, individually, but it was really interesting. Um, and I say some you know games that you know were. Their favourites. It was like, oh, okay, you know, I, I get it. And it, you see the breadth of the uh, the applications that are available on VR. Uh, and there is, in reality, now there is something for everyone there. You know, you know, I I said yesterday on my show that you know, JD joined, uh, and I was just sort of saying, you know, if you want a racing guy, JD is the best one. You know, you want to watch him uh, drive because the guy has a pure passion and love. Uh, for, for driving games. Same with Salsa. He loves driving games, and that's why a couple of racing games made it onto our top ten. It was only down to him.
0: So um, I watched Salsa's racing stream. If you like stats and racing, that's your man. If you just like racing. Racing, JD, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um,
2: I love racing just as much as they do, but I don't have a dedicated chair uh, or booth. Yeah. So it's a, it's a situation where I have a really small table with my racing wheel attached to it. And I just simply pick it up and put it in the corner. So yeah, I have to admit a lot of days I'm just too lazy to grab it and pull it out and set it up, plug up all the cords, all that kind of stuff. But I'm just as passionate about sim racing as they are. It may not be as good as those guys are, but, but I love it just as much, just too lazy to keep pulling out the, the racing wheel and putting it away.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm, I've got one. I just struggle to use it. It's just every time I think about using it, it would mean not being able to support a particular game that a developer sent me and asked me to stream that I that I would like to get noticed to. And up like up to a week ago, it was happening every day. It was just crazy. I was I was struggling. Do you know what I mean? I, I really struggle to keep up at the moment sometimes, um, which is excellent in another way obviously so but yeah i'd love just to play some racing games just to chill out and play some racing games so anyway sorry nat do apologize no. for interrupting you
1: no not at all um so yeah um did you want me to go through the the list because i sent it to you as well or
0: yes please if you can go through it because you I, want me to go through it I okay can't find the um, list.
1: <laughs> fair enough i've got it i've still got it written down um so there was uh five games that all tied for number 10 Five. Um okay. five five games. Uh there's actually quite a few ties. Uh so um in uh tenth place, uh, one of the games was Ghost Giant, uh which I'm really glad to see make the list. I I yeah. you know, I, I I like Ghost Giant. It made my top ten and it's a wonderful, uh, heartwarming game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so kudos to the uh I say the uh uh, the community for picking that one yeah uh beat saber uh made number 10 obviously we talked about that last week it makes it because uh the pc and the quest version did actually fully release in uh 2019 uh a game that didn't actually make it uh I, I can't remember who who put it in there but somebody put super hot uh, in their list and they put a little side note that uh if uh, if gt could include star trek bridge yeah. crew in list they could include Super Hot for the quest in their list. I, I thought that was really funny. That made me laugh. So that was cool. Cool. Uh, this one, uh, I think you'll like GT quite a bit uh, and uh, Lincoln as well. Thrill of the Fight uh, made Excellent. it in there as well. Uh, yeah. Again, uh, a very popular game. Fantastic game. Um, uh, the Climb also made the list. So that's really good to see uh, that one in there. Uh, and another, uh, well, what was a PlayStation VR exclusive for a while, but I believe it's available on PC now, and that's Falcon Age, which again, I thought was a, a very interesting and uh, unique game. And again, you know, uh, deserves to be on top 10 lists. Definitely. All great games.
0: Um, all of them are actually really good games, and I've enjoyed every single one of them. So, superb. I haven't got a bad word about, or I, I've not got a th- I can't disagree with that at all. So...
1: Definitely. Uh, Nine, again, we got some ties. Uh, And again, I know you're going to like this one, GT. Synth Riders, uh, again, the community put that in our top tens. Mm -hmm. Uh, And also uh, Aspire 1 made it. Um, And actually, I was a bit surprised uh, about Aspire 1 making it uh, because a lot of the people in our community are, uh, you could tell from their top ten lists, only have PlayStation VR. Uh, and obviously, that did have a rocky launch, to say the least. Um, but yeah. again, it's 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 you know it's a good game. Um, again, that, there isn't really anything in the top ten what I would say is a a bad game. But so as I say, they tied for number nine, uh, tied for number eight, and I was a bit surprised this was a, a as low down as it was. But yeah, again, uh, is what it is. And that's uh, Star Wars: Vader Immortal uh, was uh, tied in eighth place, and that tied with Sirento. So, again, uh, yeah. I know that's proved a very, uh, very, very popular uh, game.
0: It's crazy well. because if you went in at certain times of the year, these top 10s would be so different. Because, like, mm. Vader Immortal blew everyone's mind. These games at some point have, yeah, really shocked people. So, yeah, crazy. Okay. Excellent. Now,
1: this is most probably the second most surprising title to make uh, the top 10, uh, which is Immortal Legacy. Is that in number eight? No, that's number seven. That made, That's all by... Sorry, what, what, was, what was number eight? Number eight was Vader Immortal and *Sirento*.
0: Yeah, okay. And number seven was, sorry?
1: Was uh, Seven was Immortal Legacy.
0: Right, okay. I'm not surprised by that um, because no. I know... I mean, how do you feel about that game, Immortal Legacy?
1: I never played it. Okay. So, uh, neither I mean... did I. So, oh, man... Was... I played I played it when it uh, I played uh, like a demo of it like 3 years ago when it was right. on the Chinese when it was actually on the Chinese PlayStation store It must be like a different. demo of it, it yeah. um but uh you know I I just it was a case of you know I had so much to play at the time I just never got around to it so uh...
2: yeah I remember having an interest in the game at one point or another but it's probably pretty much what Nat said Either I had too much going on, or something else must have came up right on, around the time that that game came
0: out. I thought it was really good, um, but it was definitely like quirky in places, and I, f- I found it lost. I lost appeal for it. I was playing it and playing it, and then I just sort of didn't one day, and then I forgot about it, and I was a like, "Oh yeah, Mortal legacy." So, but I know some other channels absolutely loved it. Do you know what I mean? Like really, really picked it up and loved it, and that's gonna, and that's infectious. And obviously they played it and they agree with it, so that's cool, man. That is, that is really good. Let me just give who we got in the chat now. So VR Bug is saying that the guys from Pistol Whip visited Facebook HQ recently, and uh, he believes possibly that Facebook will acquire um, Cloudhead Games next. Um, and that was funny. We was talking about that, weren't we? Like the developer thing of uh, they're gonna start snapping each other up and stuff so that's really interesting Hey, doing vr bug you all good uh hello tasnik secrets of Hey, doing guys thank you for joining us i know it's the holidays thank you ever so much really appreciate it hello Va- my god vader's here how the hell that's crazy <laughs> <All> right <laughs> we, we wanted sorry, it to be Vader. number one we
1: really wanted it to be number
0: right, one Alright, so uh, where are we at number six
1: Uh, Yeah, we got six, which is uh, the last tie that we have. So the first that made number six is Asgard's Wrath. What?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Mate, you love Dead and Buried too. That was like your number one game. So like all bets are Uh, off with you, Lincoln. You
2: are probably going to witness the first meltdown on the VR League. Asgard's Wrath number six. (laughs) Oh, boy.
0: I don't know, man. I mean, it's like, when you think about it, like, Superhot was... Where was Superhot in joint 10th at one of the No,
1: Suport didn't make it. Suport would have been, like, joint 11th.
0: Oh, oh. that's what I'm saying. is like, a, a classic. So, it's whatever's trending, and Asgard's Wrath. Wait Wild. until
1: you hear what's tied with Asgard's Wrath, man.
0: Okay. You ready? you ready? Are you ready, Lincoln?
1: Yeah. And somebody's already mentioned it in the chat, I noticed. Oh, okay. Real VR fishing also made number 6 <laughs> it tied as a, in top 10 games with Asgard's
0: I can actually take you, some responsibility for this because I to, you have I got to be to
2: go. kidding me this, <laughs> you have got to be kidding
0: me this is um, this is from my discord essentially and I'll tell you what when Real VR Fishing come out dude like there is a lot of lovers for that game in my discord and they were comparing and they were competing for leaderboards and um Dude.
2: I I just got done playing Beat Saber, getting a good workout in, so I really don't have the energy to go into a rage right now. As much as I'd like to. Mate. Asgard's Wrath and Fishing Mission mentioned in the same breath? Are you kidding me?
0: VR Fishing, yeah, but that's a great game. Like, it's a it really, is, but really I don't good game. It, look, listen. Have you seen the graphics L- L- in listen, real VR listen, Fishing? Listen, listen.
2: It looks real. You know, hey, hey, a, a Toyota Corolla is a good car, but it shouldn't be on the same. Uh, it should be on the same platform as, say, a Mercedes. <laughs> I don't
0: know. Mate, um, listen, all, all I'm sorry, it's a community one, isn't it? So they're gonna go with what they play with each other as well. A lot, like, Asgard's guys, stunning, and you play it for like forty odd hours. But VR fishing, you're competing against people. You're gonna probably spend a lot more time in it. And honestly, dude, like I jumped in there the other day, and it is visually stunning. Like I'm not joking. Honestly, I I put that on, and I'm like, wow, this is on a quest. I did
2: play the I did play the demo. I will admit it. It's a good game. I did play the demo it's of it really on the quest, game. and it just I just didn't want to part with the 30 bucks for it though.
0: Right. Okay. Well,
2: a lot of people
0: did. They did, and with the uh, people liked it. I think the salt water update, man, is like you can catch sharks and. All sorts, you know what I mean? Like they keep up updating it and stuff. And uh I just need to get there. I'm only level ten. I need to get, started. I think it's like level thirteen or something. The XP. But yeah. So what are we on now? What are we on?
1: Uh, number five is our next uh, title. Okay. And the number five title is what was our number one title. So it shows where the community is at, and that is Stormland. <laughs>
0: This is this is brilliant. This is brilliant. This is this is what award shows should be. We get, oh, it's making me laugh. <laughs> oh, mate, the real VR fishing devs. I'm pretty sure are <laughs> subscribed to this channel. And in fact, they messaged me today. Funny enough, yeah, oh, mate, they are tied with Asgard's Wrath. That is.
2: Uh, I, I am considering. Listen, Skyrim is a good game, but for Asgard's Wrath to be number six. To be tied with VR fishing, I'm considering taking a knee in protest for the rest of this countdown. <laughs> oh. I'm, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. This uh, Stormland's a great game, um, and I don't have a problem with it being where it's at.
0: Hello, yeah, man, excellent. Oh, hello, Davo1000. He's put real VR fishing forever. It's like, yeah, man. Hey, doing ham? Hey, doing man? Vader, excellent. Thank you for being in the Discord. How you doing? Hello, Hono. Done some great videos this week, dude. Thank you. You're good, guys. Like let's we'll go through I'm gonna go back through the chat in a minute. Um so what are we on now? Number four.
1: Number four. Okay. And that is No Man's Sky.
2: Fair. Mm-hmm. No argument there. I think um No Man's Sky is definitely a game that elevated VR. It was a highly anticipated game. Um I think just about everybody with a VR headset. Absolutely couldn't wait for No Man's Sky, so it definitely deserves to be where it's at. I wouldn't have been surprised if it would have been in the top three.
0: Yeah, I was, uh, yeah, funny enough, I was expecting it to be quite high. I know that we've even got a channel for that game just in our Discord, just No Man's Sky News and stuff, because it really hit everyone. You know, everyone went crazy for it. Um, so, yeah, I was expecting it to be a little bit higher, to be honest, especially when you said it was PlayStation. Majority of people was PlayStation. Mm-hmm. So, okay cool
1: so we're up to number three now uh and there wasn't too many points separating uh three two and one but number three is trover saves the universe yeah i think people agreed with me it's a fun fun game makes you laugh so many games do that
0: funny enough i showed mrs gt uh this top 10 or what people are voting for in trover and we quickly jumped into it flat and we're, we're laughing in, in minutes, because just the, she hadn't seen it before, so, or I don't think she'd seen it or listened to it properly, um, just the, uh, the, the the comedy in it, you know, the comedy style, and there's so much swearing, like, it just constantly swears, and that's funny as it is anyway, isn't it, kind of thing?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, swearing by itself isn't funny, but how you place it and stuff, thats where it, that's where it elevates and... Yeah, you know, if you like Rick and Morty and that sort of uh, humor, which I, you know, I grew up with, like the young ones and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, and, you know, I remember the first time I watched Eddie Murphy Delirious, uh, and that made my sides hurt. I was laughing so much at that. Oh, nice! Still I'm a big fan
0: of Rick day. and Morty. So, what's that, mate?
2: I said uh, Eddie Murphy Delirious is still funny to this day. As far as uh, uh Troll receipts <laughs> the universe goes. Uh, I'm a little bit oh. surprised by the popularity of this game but you know I hear so much good about the game uh, again it's uh, one of those games that I'll have to check it out when it comes on next time it's on sale.
0: So we're down to number two and number one yeah? Yeah. I think we should jump in the chat quickly. Just say hello to highlight some
2: ahead. people Cold Yogurt what's up?
0: How's it going guys? You alright? Thanks for joining everyone Mick, Mick has put what's number one bravo team <laughs> Oh, I don't know. What's he <laughs> saying about the top ten? I think Mick would have put into this top ten as well.
1: I don't think he did.
0: I thought he would have. He's in the Discord quite a lot. I'd be very surprised if he didn't.
1: I'll have a look, hold on.
0: Let's have a look. Hello, Keith. I'm Hot G. How you doing? Yeah, man. Are you enjoying the holidays? You having a good time? Thank you all for being here. Really appreciate it. Hello, Jimster. No, he didn't. Oh, he didn't? right, oh, right. Cool. Hello. Um... Wish I'd do a pro patch for NMS on PSVR. I thought it was going to come <clears throat> quite early on, actually. I thought it was going to be about four weeks, maybe, and they would have done it. But um, I was always, like, hoping it would happen. And I kept live streaming it, thinking every time there was a pro patch, it was going to be the one. And it, it never was. And then I think in the end, I just kept asking Lincoln. And I was like, any better? And he'd be like, nope.
2: <laughs> yeah, because I would definitely check every single one because this yeah. is a game that I want the pro patch. I want the visuals of this game to come within the ballpark of the PC version because I would be playing this game more on on the PlayStation because as I have more friends on the PlayStation, so yeah. if I'm going to play it there. I want the best visuals possible.
0: Yeah, man, I understand that. I understand that. Oh, right, man, so let's uh, let's get on number two.
1: Number two is exclusive to PlayStation VR and it is the same that was our number two, Blood and Truth.
0: Superb. Superb. I think that is a, that is a fantastic number two for sure.
2: Absolutely no argument here whatsoever. I've said that before, yep. that uh, Blood and Truth was number two on my top ten and if it wasn't for Asgard's Wrath, it would have been number one.
0: I couldn't actually stop playing that game when I live streamed it. Couldn't stop playing it. So, uh, yeah, superb. So, yeah, that brings us to number one. Is this a, is this a number one we should be expecting? Or... Yeah. F- yeah, okay. I think so. Because it sounds, all the games I can think of of number one, like off the top of my head, have sort of been and gone. I'm thinking. So, you know, maybe I've missed one, obviously, but.
3: No,
1: yeah, you haven't. And like I say, it's only kind of squeezed in there in terms of the points, uh, at number one. Yeah. Uh, but it's just recently had an update makes you feel like john wick oh and is pistol whip mate yeah deservedly a number one game
0: i love pistol whips i absolutely I, I love that game and um it's one of those games i think i like to share as well uh, i like to watch yeah. other people play it do you know what i mean um I know, lincoln you you're a fan of pistol whip
2: big fan of pistol whip uh, i think i have the best Pistol Whip video out there because I was the most uh, charismatic and the most flashy looking guy that's ever done a Pistol Whip video. Um, I look like something right out of Goodfellas. (laughs) But uh, it it is a truly amazing game. Um, The one thing that I have to say about Pistol Whip that it is a workout. It does work your legs a little bit because it requires you to move, duck, twist, bend. And um, that's one of those games where I feel like I have to be fully rested to get get the full benefit out, out of the game.
0: Yeah. Now is that top ten written down? Could you put that in the comments? Do you think or not? Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: I can. I can write it down. That'd be cool. Thanks for joining, guys. Um, yeah, it was a good top ten actually. I'm really pleased with that. I'm really pleased with that. I was just wondering. So Lincoln was saying before he came on the show, he was doing his Beat Saber workout, and it's kind of like your go-to game. I'm assuming for um, exercise or cardio. Why not? Do you do you vary the games? Do you swap games?
2: I guess it depends on what kind of workout I want because I think Beat Saber and, and Pistol Whip gives you two different kinds of workouts. I think uh Beat Saber gives you a cardio where if you want to burn cardio, if you want to burn calories, uh Beat Saber is your game. I think if you wanna um you know get a little bit of a leg workout, um and maybe even your core a little bit from having a twist, bend, move, that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. um, then I think uh pistol whip is your game. So I know there's other uh, workout games out there, but those are the two that stand out the most with me.
0: All right, cool. Um, just to let you know, guys, once we've finished this show, the last show of 2019, um, what I'm going to do is, because I use OBS Studio, there is a way of doing like a an event stream. Do you know what I'm saying? So it sits there all day. You click and get a reminder. I could do that. It's a little bit of work to make sure it works well. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to have a basically a half-hour run-up to us going live, so we usually go live at 7 p.m. GMT on a Sunday, and that will still remain the same. What we do is we're going to go live at 18:30, uh, and you'll just be presented with a waiting screen, and that way you'll know that we're going to be live at seven o'clock. Because a lot of people are saying they're missing the they're missing the notifications and stuff, because even if you do click the bell and have them set to all, if you don't see it, you don't see it. So it's um it's one of those. It's more of a chance that you'll see the stream live than you will a notification. Um, so that's what we're going to be doing. Who else have we got? You could hold your It says, PSVR camera tracking is iffy. I think that's a pretty... That's fair. That's it depends fair
2: depends on the game. Yeah. Uh, I do want to respond to Benji Barker who says that uh, the thrill of the fight is the calorie burner, losing three pounds a week. And I think uh, Creed is also an amazing game to burn calories and lose weight. My only thing with Creed is that I like fighting live opponents. So that's one of the reasons why I didn't include that as a workout.
0: Do you know, I mean, uh, have you done any boxing training in your career? You probably haven't, yeah, in your, in your life or whatever? Done a bit of boxing? Yeah. Yeah. What I don't get about Creed is you don't get your 45 seconds rest. It you literally just rolls straight into another. man. I'm like, that's not fair. But I
2: think, to me, I think that's a good thing because, for one thing, the rounds are only one-minute rounds, whereas in real boxing, they're three-minute rounds.
0: What's the thrill of the fight?
2: Uh. I don't know. I'm pretty and then sure what the thing that about is. it is, is like, um, you know, when you see that your opponent is getting tired and the bell, you know, rings in, in the event of a knockdown, a round could be as, as little as 10 seconds if someone gets knocked down because the round is automatically over if somebody gets knocked down. And if someone's tired, I already got, you know, got my mind made up. Well, all right, I'm going to move in for the kill next round. Now that I see he's tired, he doesn't really get a chance to get rest.
0: The other thing is as well. I found the thrill of the fight. Uh, Twitch, Twitch boxing didn't really work with it. Do you know what I'm saying? So like with um, Creed, you can sort of flinch box, wave your hands really quickly. You don't really do any boxing sort of thing, and it registers hits. Thrill of the fight, I seem to feel like I had to swing punches. Um, you know, and to be fair, actually, when I think about it, out of all the games I've played, thrill of the fight, I was drenched. I've done an hour and a half, I think it was, live stream, and I was soaking wet, dude. So you can
2: probably answer the question for me. I I have been interested in Thrill of the Fight, but I have not picked it up because it seems to be a room-scale game, which requires you to move around. Um, Yeah, you do have to move.
0: So I I, I would say more so forward and backwards than left and right. but It depends how realistic you want to be because that that gaming character that you're fighting – doesn't necessarily react like a real opponent it's not going to be scared of you it's not going to be fatigued to the point he's backing away you can't permanently charge forward around the ring you know what i mean you can't control a fight that way in virtuality um there's not that mental side of it so what tends to happen is they will if you if you left him alone for a couple of seconds he would still come forward regardless of what's happening so to be fair i mean I can't remember i mean I've definitely got the two meter by two meter thing but I don't think you necessarily need that, but obviously then it depends on your arm length, your 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 uh, swing span, you know, your arm span or whatever you want to call it. It's, you know, so um, I think more of a straight line than a width is more important. Okay,
2: so and I don't have a lot of room to work with, so that's the one thing that stopped me from picking that game up. Yeah, yeah. Damn, I, I'm just
1: exhausted listening to you talk about this thing. It's brilliant. <laughs> it is
0: absolutely fantastic. i it. To... I'll kill myself. Yeah, so that benchmark three pounds a week, dude. I might have to jump on that as well. Cause I'm not I mean, I'll go to the gym, don't get me wrong, but I'm not a fan of cardio. Uh hello Simon, how's it going? I love that profile pick. It's uh,
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a fan of cardio either. That's why um Beat Saber was set from the heavens, because you can get your cardio in and have fun at the same time because yeah. treadmills are boring. You can watch TV and listen to music all you want, but after about 10 minutes of walking on a treadmill you're going to be bored out of your mind and ready to leave not only that you can spend about an hour working on a treadmill and only burn about 40 calories which is virtually nothing you can eat an ice cube and nearly get those calories back so (laughs) um so beat saber is definitely heaven sent in terms of uh burning calories
0: and that's why it's so good the vr cover come out with those covers dude those ones that you can just literally put in the washing machine um, I'm really grateful for them, because that in particular, uh, I actually used my backup. Um, Ham said he is a, and I'm going to read this because I'm a fan of Synth Riders, he's a covert, I think he said. I'm sure I've read that comment, and I can't find it to Synth Riders. There, he put something in my Discord. The fact I picked Synth Riders over a particular game, he was like, is GT mad? And he said he had to check it out. I think that's what happened. I need to find out what he said. Um, and it sounds like he's enjoying it, which is the main thing. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, also, we've got uh, Dennis DeFroger. He wants to know what's our opinions on Boneworks multiplayer. I didn't know it had a multiplayer.
0: Has it got multiplayer?
1: I haven't got that far.
0: Convert, sorry, not covert. <laughs> sorry. Um, oh, I worked nights last night. I haven't had much sleep. Yeah. No, I don't know. I know there's an arena mode, and like a... um. Because a lot of I'm people have been asking to, about that. Imagining, uh, like I'm you can look it up. <laughs> uh, imagining that um, you can like help other people over walls and stuff. You know, like climb stuff, and you could do all that stuff without physics. I imagine that'd be awesome.
2: Because if it has um, multiplayer, uh, I definitely want to check it out. Who, who
0: said that, that to you, Lincoln? It. Was it Dennis? Did
2: you say?
1: Yeah, Dennis, yeah. the vlogger. Oh, he said he's going to be coming said, next what, month. What your opinions on
2: BoneWorks multiplayer? Okay, then that's uh definitely huh. something I'll be looking forward to trying.
0: So it's obviously a bit of news that we've missed. That's what it sounds like, and he knows about it. That's that's more I think along the lines of what we're talking about.
2: Okay. Uh then I'm definitely looking forward to it. Uh Bone Works, if I can talk about it a little bit. Uh Bone Works it Bone Works has not wowed me, but it has kept me curious. Oh yeah, I,
0: I don't think we spoke about you getting it, have we?
2: Okay. Yeah, yeah, I picked it up. And what keeps me in tune to this game is the physics. Naturally, the physics is what takes center stage with this game. And some of the uh, some of the things you grab looks uh, authentic when you grab it. Some of it just looks like stuff that's just glued to your hand, and it doesn't look like you're really grabbing it. Right. Um, but just to see just how much physics they added to the game, that's what's keeping me tuned into this game. That's what's keeping me curious because I want to see – uh, what's in the next room? What's you know? What's sitting on those tables? What can I use? What can I grab? What can I throw? What can I break?
0: Yeah, man. And how far are you uh, in the game?
2: I had got to the point where you, I got past all the tutorials, and I got to where that puzzle is, where you like kind of slide that ladder over to try to make your way up into this uh, um, this room that's got like big yellow steps and that kind of stuff. Um, I got there and I flunked that puzzle and I was getting ready to try it again, but that's when my computer crashed on me. So it crashed on me right in the middle of playing Boneworks. Oh, man.
1: Okay, so he was doing the puzzle where uh, Salsa said that I came up with a
2: different solution to actually complete that puzzle. Yep. It even encourages you to cheat to try to find a way to solve that puzzle.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what we got in the chat now? Okay, but it also features a new co-op campaign along with the normal campaign. We're going to have to find this news out, dude, because that's pretty big. They're big for me. I'd love to uh, live stream Ooh. out with someone.
2: Simon Thurman has a really tough question. He said, if you guys had to choose, which would you get? Asgard's Wrath, Lone, Echo, Boneworks, Stormland? So... Oh,
1: dude. Uh... Stormland. Oh. I'm an Insomniac fan, so it's always going to be Stormland.
0: Oh, that is...
2: That is a really tough question. For me, it would come down between Asgard's Wrath and Lone Echo. So I think I can answer it for you like this. If Lone Echo had as many hours of gameplay as Asgard's Wrath, I would probably go with Lone Echo because I think Lone Echo is a little more immersive than um, Asgard's Wrath, and it definitely has better graphics. Not to mention a great story as well.
0: I'm going to go Boneworks still. I love Boneworks, I do, I love it, I think it's absolutely fantastic, but I haven't played enough of Asgard Wrath. I think. I think I really need to jump back into that game, and, uh, and really put some good time into it, um, which is something I'll have to do in the new year, but yeah man, um, that is very hard to answer that particular one. Uh, Bug says I found Boneworks immersive Love the gameplay And the physics are insane Story went weird Yeah I didn't really I didn't really catch the story Of Boneworks You know I, I thought you was like Trapped in a program And You know And no one else is in there And you need to get out somehow you shouldn't be in there In the first place That was pretty much All I understood of it Um, Didn't really understand it To be honest
1: uh, Jim's just put in the comments that he's just picked up Skyrim VR in the uh, PlayStation store sales. Oh, man, Says you're going to... That, yeah. that should keep him busy for a while, which I agree with. An extremely <laughs> long
0: time, and it is uh, great graphics, great gameplay, superb. I, one of the things I regret doing is I played Skyrim on, I think it was Xbox 360, and then I got it again on the PS4 as like a uh, remastered edition, and then I got it in virtuality. So... I'd love to be a person who's never played Skyrim before and see it in virtual reality. I think it would blow my mind. I think it would... That's
2: exactly the way I played it. I had never played the game before. Oh. Uh, playing it in VR was the first time I ever played the game. And, uh, you know, it had last generation graphics, but no less, I was still impressed with it. Mm. and uh, But I already knew I wasn't going to finish it because I know how long those uh, Elder Scrolls games are. So I knew I wasn't going to finish it because it was just way too many other experiences out there that I wanted to try.
0: Yeah, I think it's a, yeah. a fantastic game. What about you? I,
2: I, I, envy, I envy people that have never
1: played Skyrim and that you know they they're jumping into Skyrim uh, for the first time because uh, there's just so many well moments. Yeah. Um, and just the the freedom that game. Uh, gives you because there's been you know playing just normally but but also playing uh first time in vr and again a bit like with link and i haven't really put the time in uh that i would have liked to uh in thing but sort of like just looking over the horizon and so sort i of saying, okay there's like a, a mountain over there oh, i'll just walk to the mountain yeah and on the way to the mountain you'll find you know half a dozen caves and you know by the time you get to that mountain like six hours have passed mm-hmm. You know,
2: Skyrim is also one of those games that I think we needed to push VR to the mainstream because a lot of people that were apprehensive about VR, you may not be able to get them to try a game that was built from the ground up for VR, but you might be able to get them to try one of their favorite AAA games that now has VR support. So somebody who loves Skyrim but refuses to try VR might be willing to try Skyrim and VR as an introduction to VR.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. I think.
2: What? Like,
0: go on. Sorry.
1: Well, I was, I was going to say I actually uh, I was streaming the E3 when uh, Sony announced Skyrim, and I literally lost it. <laughs> Cause I, was, I I I. I it says it's on my channel. You can find it. Um, but I couldn't believe it. I mean, that was just mind blowing to me. Um, so. Uh, yeah.
0: Nice man, nice. I think Doom was one of mine. I was like, wow, like Doom in VR would be absolutely sick. And I'm glad they added the I classic when the, mode. When
2: the first, I think when the first wave of first-person shooters started coming out, when we started seeing trailers for uh, a Firewall, for Zero Caliber, those kind of things, that was the wow moment for me because it was like, this is what I've been waiting for. You know, besides Sim Racers, first-person shooters is what I had been waiting for. So I was exa- absolutely excited. The hard part about it was, is when I first started seeing these trailers, these games were still like six months or a year out.
0: Yeah. Yeah, um, so just want to say that today's a little bit of a, a whatever day. See, we can do some Q&A or whatever. We're just going to... I'm going to put a video on in the background now. Unfortunately, it's got my mug in the beginning because um, it was my video. But uh, it's just of games that are coming in 2020. That was going to be part of the chat today because obviously we're going into, the, into, into 2020. And it's nice to um, just discuss what games we're all looking forward to. Uh, so, hello Anne, how you doing? Thank you for joining us again. Uh, Nocturnal Wolf, what's he put there? Never Tried st- Styria? I don't know what that is, dude. Honestly, I'm not sure if anyone else can read that. I'm not sure what that is. Let's have a look. Simon says he picked up Doom on PC for £5, having so much fun with it. Yeah, the the uh, the VR mod is absolutely brilliant uh, for PC. Absolutely fantastic.
1: Oh, he, he's, uh, he meant Skyrim. He put a little bit further down. Oh, Skyrim. sorry,
0: dude. Sorry.
1: Um, I do want to say one thing because we haven't done, obviously, what have we played this week. Uh, I've oh, yeah. recently <laughs> picked up uh, Fallout 4 VR. I saw. Uh, which uh, required uh, you have to, if, if anyone's got an Oculus, either an Oculus Rift or, or wants to do Oculus Quest the link, but you have to enable a beta. It puts the Oculus controllers in there. Now, he was saying about the, uh, the, the the stuff being tacked on for Skyrim. And I, I think I tweeted out to you about Sky, uh, Fallout 4. And I said, it's a very flawed and buggy game. But it's still really, really cool. Yeah. But there's also the one bit. And I know you uh, somebody you're most probably put in the notes, oh, you can change the size of it. But the first time you got the Pip-Boy, and I turned the Pip-Boy around and it's like somebody blew up a balloon on my hand because the pit boy just went like that. Yeah. I think I spent a whole minute laughing because yeah, yeah. I thought it was so hilarious. Um, but Fallout 4 is interesting. I, I, the one thing I will say, do not pick it up unless you're picking it up on sale like I did. I picked it up on sale for 11.99. Um, The user interface is a nightmare. It's horrible. It definitely is tacked on. Um, and like I say there is uh, a few bugs and stuff but there is still that cool factor um, that you're walking around in Fallout um...
0: yeah absolutely and I think you're right I think they did try as you said if the pit boy does that when you look at it you know they're trying to add VR implementation really well but there's definitely a little bit of a jankiness to it when you're playing it mm-hmm. regardless of what settings you have it on and um, I-, I found Fallout okay if it's the only game I played for a couple of days because I sort of learnt the menu, but if I go and play another game and go back to it, it won't make sense to me straight away. I'll be like, Oh, how do I do this? How do I press that? And I find out of a lot of games. I'm still waiting for that time when VR controls get like a, a blueprint and they go, This is what it should be like and everyone goes, Hooray and then do you know what I mean? You know what you're pressing? Yeah,
2: Fallout four is a game that I'm curious about, but I know I'll never finish it. I'll probably have play you played it, long it flat?
0: Enough. No. Oh man, you're so lucky to play that game in VR.
2: See of can... uh, uh, No, I don't think I've I don't I don't know if I had Fallout 4 or not, but during the 360 generation, let's just say that I had access to hundreds of games. Right. And <laughs> and uh it became so easy that I would get hold of a game uh, check it out for f- about five minutes and then just throw it on the stack.
0: Yeah, I know
3: you uh,
2: but, uh, but I do want to add that this week that I did return, I did refund three games. Um, I bought three games through the winter sale. And um, let me see, there, there was Thief Simulator, which I think showed, like, it, it looked like it could have been a good game. Uh, but it ran terrible on my PC. And that could have been because my PC might have been already on its way out. And I just didn't, I didn't recognize it yet but okay. uh i was i was having problems with the game running uh there was also another game called virtual fighting championship which looked like it could have been like a a tekken in vr did you say um,
0: virtual fighting championship yes that sounds amazing
2: it looks like a game that could have resembled like a, a tekken in vr uh but it just it didn't get me out of my seat and then there was a megaton rainfall uh, the, which is supposed to be like the superhero game yeah, uh, where you're battling aliens. Uh, I thought the graphics were less than impressive. Mm-hmm. And I think there was a lot of useless dialogue at the beginning of the game that just turned me off. You know, it was like, uh, you know, I'm going through like a vortex um, and there's just a lot of useless talk. You are the chosen one, my son. And just, it just went on and on and on for minutes. I think like...
1: Well, that's, that was developed by one guy. Yeah, I, I think, I I think
0: you've come along to that one too late, for example. Um, it's an old game, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember yeah. playing but it. But it was
2: only five bucks, so I figure it couldn't hurt to take a look at it.
0: Yeah, uh, no, I know what you're saying, man, honestly. But I think a year ago, you might have felt a bit different about it. Possibly. Um, but
2: yeah, no. normally, I would have liked that game. Normally, I would have just kept it and came back to it and gave it a second chance. But those three games that I just mentioned totaled up to 30 bucks. So I refunded all of them so I could use that money to get Boneworks.
0: Okay. And now you're a little bit like you like Boneworks, but you're not massively sold by it.
2: Uh, I'm still curious about it. So that's not a bad thing either. No, it didn't make me jump out of my seat, but it still has me curious. It wasn't, it's not a game where after five minutes, I'm like, oh, this is trash and just quit. Uh, My son even got the game uh, because I gave him a $50 uh, Steam card for Christmas. Uh, he picked up Boneworks, and he likes it. Excellent
0: stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, I love Boneworks, dude. Absolutely. Absolutely love it. So let's start... Um, unless If everyone's clear in the chat, Thief Simulator. Oh, uh, Buck gifted me that for a Christmas present. So I'm a little bit... <laughs> no, game? Thief Simulator. He gifted it to me, and I accepted it, and then I realized the developer sent me a code for it as well. So I was a bit like... Ah. I,
2: but I still think the game... So that's a game that I'm willing to give it another chance because it didn't seem like a bad game. It just didn't run good on my PC. And that could be possibly because my computer was already showing signs that it was on its way out.
0: Yeah. But,
2: but the premise of the game where you can't just go break into a house, you have to study that house. You have to study the patterns of the people that live there and see when they leave, when they're at home. So you can determine when's the best time to break into the house. Um, you know, and then get in there and try to grab as much stuff as possible and get out. Uh, so it, it is an interesting game. So it's something that I could very well come back to.
0: All right, cool. So what games are we looking forward to in next year? Because I've seen some of the chat are talking about a game that I'm very hyped for. And, yeah, I think Nafi's got a video coming out about it. Mike's already got one out. And uh, I spoke to him uh, on uh, Twitter just talking about, like, video and his experience and I tell you what it sounds like an excellent game and it sounds like a game that we should be looking forward to as well as The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. Um, What do you guys think about what you've seen of it so far and I don't know if you saw his gameplay. I didn't watch all of his gameplay because I didn't want to see it all myself but I saw enough for it to confirm what I was hoping because there's certain bits now I think when I play so many VR games there's certain things now I look for, uh, weapons have to have weight Um, you know what I mean? The characters look like they're quite interesting people uh, and you do care about what happens to them and um, the sound quality, you know what I mean? The sounds of the game and the atmosphere and the environment, uh, it all looked pretty good. So, yeah. Uh,
2: My take on The Walking Dead is uh, it it does look like an interesting game. The only thing that's really kind of holding me back about the game is, you know, uh, hopefully they don't release it at a time where a game that I'm a little more interested in comes out because it will put me in a position where I have to choose one because I don't want to go spending a bunch of money on games that, I, that I'm not going to finish in 2020. And then the other thing is I'm concerned is, uh, is this a game where you have to know, like, the, into- the entire backstory of The Walking Dead before you can jump into this game?
0: Okay. Yeah. Cool. I mean, that's that's, that's completely valid. There was What was the game that you said on last week's show or the week before – was the one you think might get in the way of it for you? Was it Iron Man coming out in February?
2: Uh, Iron Man? Well, that's an interesting situation because, for starters, you know, because we almost had a big log jam because we all we were going to have The Last of Us two flat screen game release February twenty first. Then we were going to have Iron Man VR release February twenty eighth. That could have created a situation because I think that would have uh, I think that would have put a stranglehold on the Iron Man game because a lot of people would still be playing. Uh, The Last of Us 2, so I think Sony was wise to push that game back to, I believe, April or May. Mm -hmm. But we still have a little bit of a situation because again, Iron Man VR comes out February 28th, but uh, Half-Life Alex comes out March, March, uh, but we don't have a concrete date. So what happens if Iron Man VR comes out February 28th, but then Half-Life Alex comes out March 1st?
1: I think Half-Life Alex is being earmarked for the end of March. Because if that you look at their hope, pre- but- yeah, but if you look at their pre-order, you have to get your pre-order in by March uh March 30th. So I think they're going to launch March 31st, which actually okay. is a Tuesday. I just don't think they've announced it. I've got I got to be honest. I think it's going to get delayed. What Half Life? Mm. It's what Valve do. Name me the last game that they brought out where they brought it out on day and date. Yeah. I don't want it to be delayed. Get me. Don't get me wrong. I really don't want it to be delayed. But Valve have always—I mean, the one I always remember was um, years ago when Gabe Newell came out on the PlayStation stage at E3, which was shocking because obviously he didn't have very, very, very nice things to say about play, uh, PlayStation and Sony PS3, and mm-hmm. said we're bringing Portal Two, and they gave a date for Portal Two,
2: and then it got delayed for six months. So,
1: right.
2: Yeah. That and and then the game that you're showing right now, I think, presents another interesting situation. Because is it Medal of Honor VR supposed to be coming out in the first quarter of uh 2020?
1: Mm.
2: Yeah, that's part of it. So be if they with... throw it in there right around that window of Iron Man VR or or uh or Half-Life, assuming that does not get delayed, that that create that could create a uh, log jam as well.
1: Uh just out of interest, I've just quickly gone onto Steam because I thought I'd seen a date for um uh The Walking Dead, uh Saints and Sinners, and they've got it listed as twenty-third of January. Uh cool. So, not too long for that one.
0: Yeah. Well, See you like, later,
1: Midlife. Thanks for sure. joining us, dude.
0: Sorry, what's that, Lincoln? Uh,
2: no problem. Uh, um, I was going to say, I don't know if I'll have my PC back
0: by then. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I'm wondering, right? There's so many heavy hitters coming.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, when I made this list and I was going through them, I was thinking, if you priced them all, I don't know, between £20 each or $20 or whatever, it's quite a lot of cash and i don't know what that's going to do to the indie scene too much because a lot of people take a risk on games or they check out sales um it makes me wonder how how people're going to afford to do this cuz you know I, it's, I i know they will i know people will because if you if you're passionate about games you'll put the you, know, you put the hours in to get the games you want always have done always will do um but yeah, I do wonder what it's going to do for the indie scene because at the moment virtuality is now stepping from that. It's okay, we're still testing. To actually, these games are starting to look like triple A games. They're all starting uh, to look
2: budget games.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all starting to look like you're not missing out. In fact, other people who aren't into, interested in virtuality are looking over and going, "That actually looks really good," and I want to check it out. Do you know, like the game show now is Phantom Covert Ops.
2: Um, who the hell wouldn't be
0: interested I, in that when you see that I, playing?
2: I think this still going to be a place for indie games, but I have to admit. No, I do think there will be. I just, you know. But this is the direction that I wanted to see VR go. I wanted to have, have a situation where that no matter what the genre is racing, first person shooter, sports, whatever it may be that there's some kind of AAA VR game there. And this is the direction that I wanted to see VR move in. So, but I think the, I think we're at the rate that we're moving right now for VR. I think what's going to happen to the indie games? I think they're still they're still going to have a place with um, new adopters to VR because those games are going to be super super cheap.
0: Yeah, if they remain that price, the only time I've ever seen games that I would class as indie or in a trial phase, they tend to come to PlayStation very expensively. You know, there's games that are severely overpriced, and you play them, and you're like, dude, why are you doing that? It scares people off buying stuff um yeah i don't i think 2020 keeps put 22 with a year of vr i believe that but i also think it is a a next step i think what we know now is vr gaming i think it's going to go up a notch i think do you know what i'm saying i think there's not going to be so much of it's not going to feel like you're testing out anymore you genuinely like things are going to work as they should and controls are going to be good and, you know, sound's going to be great. Graphics are going to be great. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? I, you know, I don't think... I'll I just think if there's indie games coming out and they're priced accordingly, it'd be fine. It's when you get the odd ones that still come out. They're overpriced. They're not great. They get bad uh, press. And, you know, it doesn't do VR any favours. And there was a few... In the last two years, there's been a few games like that that I've come across. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I just i don't know i think 2020 will be a massive year for virtually i think it's going to be huge but i still think when psvr 5 comes out and psvr 2 more importantly comes out i think that is going to be massive i don't think we can underplay the significance of that and what is it's going, going to, to be
2: huge for the industry because we're going to yeah. have a situation where developers will be able to release games on both PC and the PS5 at the same time, where I think right now we're facing a situation where uh, I'm I'm guessing the limited hardware of uh, the current PlayStation plus these developers in a situation where they have to severely, you know, uh, rework a game, map into controls, maybe water down the graphics or something a little bit, but I think the PS5 is going to, uh, I mean, look, look at what we're facing that right now, like zero caliber. We got zero caliber right now on PC it has been out, Probably for about a year in PlayStation, people still have to wait like maybe another three, four months yeah. before they get a game that we've already been playing over a year. When the PS5 comes out and say a game like Zero Calibre comes out, I think it will release on both PC and PS5 at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think I
1: think what you're going to find is, um, uh, and I don't think it can be understated, Half-Life Alex changes the conversation 100%. Literally, I think VR will have a watershed moment, not in terms of, of hardware, but in terms of software and development. Because as I say Valve, and I think I said this a long time ago on the show, Valve is the only company that could put massive amounts of money in a VR game to a to a, a to an insane level and polish it. And not actually worry about getting the money back because there are only so much money from Steam. I think this is we want to push the format of VR forward. So I you know, like I understand your your love of bone works. The one thing I would kind of say from my limited time with Boneworks, it's really cool, but there's a there's a definite lack of polish on bone works, like a bit where Lincoln was sort of saying sometimes you grab something and then your hand is like this. It's not, you know, holding it properly. I don't think you're actually going to get that in Half-Life, uh, Half-Life Addicts uh, through all its ports. And if you look at it, they've taken very uh, specific steps to make sure that they are appealing to the widest possible audience. So I, the, the one concern I have is that we've got some fantastic indie developers out there. There really is that are making amazing games that amazing blow us away. I've got, I've got
0: lo-fi going in the background at the moment Mm -hmm. and like that game. I can't wait for, I think it looks absolutely fantastic. Once again, just, you know, you're saying, uh, technically I would say he's an indie developer. It doesn't
2: look like it though. No, it It, doesn't look like it. It looks like a high quality game.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I'm saying though. I think games are going to have to be at that level to catch your eye. That's what I'm saying. Do you know do you know what that's what I was trying to get at. I know my words are a bit jumbled. I haven't had much sleep. but There was games before I would buy and check out on a whim of it. It's a VR game. Hmm. I'm looking for something to play when something like that is on offer.
2: I think VR is on the threshold of being in a situation where the hardcore people like us are playing the latest and greatest games and new adopters are going to be playing games from a couple of years ago. Something similar to a situation where maybe when the PS5 comes out, maybe we'll have that day one. But people who never owned the video game console before might buy a, a PS3 from GameStop for 75 bucks, you know, and seeing all those games, they're super, super cheap. So I think um, uh, a couple of years from now, we're going to see a situation where uh, people who are adopting VR for the first time and uh still buying these indie games for two three bucks at steam or something like that they're basically going to be a generation behind us so i think you know it's i think those indie games are still going to be serving as introductory games to uh new adopters to vr
1: yeah well i was getting that uh when i was talking was um i say i I think everything goes around half-life alex half-life alex is going to sell insanely well it's Going to get uh, as GT's pointed out, it's going to get people into VR that have not been into VR because it's Half Life. It is an iconic, you know, once in a lifetime type of game. Uh, that's what Half Life was. That's what Half Life Two uh, was. It's what Valve do, except when it comes to Artifact, obviously. Um, my concern is because of the sales that are going to go through the roof for Half Life Alex, and it's going to set a new standard. And I also f- Believe to be honest, if we didn't have Love Life, Alex, everyone would be talking about Medal of Honor above and beyond. No one's talking about that, but that's a game, a, a similar level that's being done by Respawn um, in uh, in conjunction combun- with uh, Oculus. My concern is once that money comes in, Activision and EA will jump in. They will buy indie developers. And they what they don't, and we know it. They don't care about quality. They will just turn around to the indie developer and say, "Here oh, we've got Call of Duty, we've got um, we've got Star Wars Battlefront, we've got you know, we've got all these massive IPs. Get a VR game out, and they won't care about the quality of it. Do you think and they can do that we, though? Yes, yeah, the way. You it know, is.
2: I've, I've talked about this before because I did say that being that I want VR to come to the mainstream. And I have said things like, that I'd like to see a game like Madden fully playable in VR, uh, a game like Call of Duty, Battlefield fully playable in VR. But these are also publishers that um, they are, they are about monetization. Uh, To put it bluntly, they, when they get on board with VR, they're gonna bring their microtransactions with them. So that's what I think is the biggest concern. I think they will, Give us at least one quality title because they're going to need that one quality title to get us on to draw people in and then hit them with microtransactions left and right. So I think that's something that we could be staring in the face in the future in the next few years.
1: See, so that's the concern I have with Activision because where you say about uh they want quality title. The one thing I always remember, I was a huge fan of the PlayStation Vita, I thought it was a fantastic little uh, handheld. And I always remember the the big push that they were going to be bringing a Call of Duty game to the PlayStation Vita, and everyone was excited. It was like, oh my God, we can play Call of Duty on a handheld. And then when oh, we got yeah. <laughs> it, it was Black Ops Declassified, and it was it was garbage. It I was really wanted to play it though.
0: When I had my Vita, I always wanted to pick it up, but it was so I
1: expensive. I picked it up, and I picked it up full price, and it was garbage. It was absolutely horrible, awful. And I then a lot of the stuff came out that there wasn't enough uh, development time and stuff. And the, the thing that I couldn't believe was, you already had a game. You had Modern Warfare, um, uh, Call of Duty for Modern Warfare. Port that. If you ported that with trophies onto the PlayStation Vita, that would have been, uh, you know, that would have been a killer because the multiplayer maps were absolutely awesome. The single—it was one of the best single-player FPS games of all time. I was just like, if you haven't got time, or you've only got limited time, do that. Surely that's going to be a lot easier to convert that than to um, uh, to to build what was a piece of garbage from the ground up. So that's the concern I have—that you know, EA and Activision will just see the money they'll just jump in, they'll get these, they'll hire somebody like End Dreams or whoever, and uh, we know how these companies work, and they will push it. I'm, I'm really hoping I'm wrong, and I really hope that some of these indie companies uh, push out. The, the One One of the bright, shining lights I see uh, now, and I know some people won't see it as a bright, shining light, uh, is uh, that Facebook and Oculus are now buying studios mm-hmm. because yeah. they care. So they bought Beat Games. They bought, you know, the developer of the biggest VR game uh, around. And I know some people will see that as a as a negative. I don't. Uh, I, I just see it as Facebook have now decided, rather than go second party, uh, like they've lost Insomniac now. Um, they want to make sure that they've got a range of high-quality studios. Like, I can see them buying Sanzaro mm-hmm. games uh, next, because obviously they made Asgard's Wrath. So, I think they're most probably already negotiating. And I think you said that uh, uh, you've heard rumors that they're negotiating with Cloudhead Games. So, again, it wouldn't surprise me.
0: Yeah, VRBug said that. Sanzaru, mm-hmm. it, it was Asgard's wrath, weren't they? And yes, they, um, were. they also done Defector. Absolutely uh, top notch games. Definitely. Yeah. I, th- I think they were very high quality games. The pair well, I've of actually them. just um,
2: brought Defector.
1: So. It's
0: great. Fun. I, I'd
2: like to come back to that Activision situation for a second. I yeah. think, like, right now. The direction that you were talking about, Net Bethesda, is already there. They're taking, they've taken Skyrim and Doom, last generation games, and they've double dipped. They, they got paid once off of those games when they were flat screen games, and then they reintroduce them in VR, and we're, and we're paying full price for that game. I think the only reason why EA or Activision has not adopted that strategy is because of the limitations of the PS4. I think when we get to the PS5, I think they will take one of their current Call of Duty games, uh, advance, you know, one of the Black Ops games or something like that. And I think they very well could add uh, VR support to it because that's going to give a game that's probably already dead a second life. Um, And I think not only that, I think it might be a lot cheaper to take one of those games that's already been, you know, one of those AAA games and give it VR support versus building an entire a triple a game from the ground up for vr
1: yeah but we we've already seen seen that with um uh, sony cuz they did exactly the same thing with one of the best games on playstation vr wipeout omega collection mm-hmm. they gave that game to a four man development team what four men managed to do <laughs> yeah. with that and yeah. put it into vr and it is one of the best PlayStation VR. It's one of the best racing it's games. The, it's, it's visually stunning. It's a yeah. reason
2: to get a PSVR. But yes. Sony has I mean. a Sony has a knack for talent too. You know, yes, like the do. current situation right now, if they if Activision were to take a game, one of the Call of Duty games right now, uh, PCs may be powerful enough to handle uh, a, a Call of Duty game in VR. And I, but I think the current PlayStation format would not. So I don't think Activision is not going to do it until they can get it on both formats to maximize, uh, you know, to get maximum monetization out of it. So, so that's part of the reason why I think there's going to be a flood of games when the PS5 comes around. You're going to see current generation games that we're playing right now on flat screen that's not possible to be in VR come to VR.
1: It wouldn't. Well, to be honest, it wouldn't shock me to see Half-Life like, Alex so, turn up like, on like, PlayStation like,
2: uh, Five. I bet you can probably bet your bottom dollar. I think it's almost a guarantee when the PS5 comes out, but Bethesda is probably going to add VR support to Fallout 76.
0: Oh, I don't know about 76.
2: No, does anyone want it?
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know if Probably in not,
2: that. but I, I'm almost certain they're going to try it.
0: I know what you're saying, though. I, I, get, I get where you're going with this. I really do. Um, see you later, Mick. Thank you for joining us, dude. Um, funny enough, I was watching uh, F Reality, and Nathan was saying like, there's a lot of people now in virtual reality um, that weren't before, and there's a lot of great games in the past that have obviously now been snowed under. You know, They're forgotten about and they're done. Uh, there could be some remasters coming. You know what I mean? I mean, that makes sense that there's some great games in the past because. Uh PC VR has been going uh, quite a long time. Uh, and there's a lot of games I don't know about that people talk about. And I haven't played them personally. I just seem to come along the games that have made it above the pile. Do you know what I mean? Um, there's some, probably some hidden gems out there just sitting there on Steam somewhere that I don't know anything about. And one of them they were talking about was, I'm not saying it's a hidden gem. I'm just saying it's a game that maybe not many people have heard about. It's a Vertigo uh, yeah. game. I haven't played the first one. But it almost sounds like he's got a bit of a VR cult following along the Half Life line of people who are like, Do you remember that game? That was amazing, blah 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 and Virgo 2 is a free demo now and I, I made a video on it about I dunno, four months ago. And it was great. Like it was really good. And there's definitely a half life half life vibe going on there. Um and I know the guy who's made it or one of the guys, he's uh he's he's worked at Valve and I think he's worked on Half Life Alex as well, apparently. So, um yeah it's a good game it, it was really good and I really enjoyed my time with it so that's another one that, yeah funny they're enough,
1: rebooting the first one didn't they so.
0: yeah exactly like a remaster so yeah. I'm wondering whether that's going to be a bit of a trend do you know what I'm saying so and I think that's a good thing I mean um, Reggie Strange has done it as well hasn't he with Honor um, and Duty hmm. yeah he's done like a remaster of that and uh, that looks great personally I just haven't had time to check some of these games out but it's definitely all, all happening. So, moving on to other games, I can see what I was talking about. <laughs> what o quadruple dipped with Skyrim. <laughs> I technically, three times uh, I dipped on that one. I'm just going to quickly go back and have a look at some chat. We should definitely go through this uh, through a little while and have a look at some stuff. What we got? Magic VR, Indie Games Will Never Die. Oh no, no dude, I'm not saying they're going to die. I'm just wondering whether how many eyes people are going to give them now, when what happens, unfortunately, is, like, you'll be... There's so many big games coming out. And, like, for example, the one that's playing now, Undead Citadel, technically he probably is an indie developer, but I've played that. The quality, the visual quality of that game is not indie. It doesn't come across that way at all. And that's what I'm saying. I'm wondering how that scene is going to be... As before, it seemed a bit more welcoming, you know, and a bit more easier to just release something. as long as, as I was saying, the essential thing is the prices are, like Link was saying, he picked up three games because they were cheap, he felt no risk really, and he managed to return them because he had a two-hour return policy. On PlayStation, it's, it's, it's different. It's very different. You can get stung quite easy uh, yeah. over there. Um But, yeah, and, you know, you bought them. So with the process of Steam Link, was that just like you PayPal'd? And how how long does it take for that uh, money to go back in sort of thing?
2: Uh, It will tell you that uh, it's got to be reviewed first. An agent has to review it, and then they'll get back with you and let you know uh, whether you're going to be given a refund or not. And if you do get the refund, uh, it can take up to seven days before you get the money back. In my case, it took one day.
0: Superb. Yeah, that's cool. That's great.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's one, of the, that's one of the beauties of buying both on the Oculus Store and Steam. You know, it does uh, take a lot of uh, um, concern
2: but about But Oculus, Oculus used to be just as stingy as Sony when it comes to refunds. Uh, but I think now that Oculus has a, adopted a, a reasonable return policy, um, I think sooner or later that could force Sony's hand to, uh, you know, take a look at their refund policy.
0: Hopefully, dude. Hashtag. I hope they do something different. d Gaming, how you doing? Decepticon? Uh, VTIDs, how you doing, dude? You alright? You all good? Who else um, have I said hello to? Uh, we've got Drew, he's dropped in. How you doing, man? Uh, yeah, everyone is saying pretty much the same, that 2020 is going to be massive for, for VR. And do you know what? I was thinking the other day, I'm trying to make some videos in the background at the moment while things are a little bit quiet, and uh, I'm thinking to myself, dude, like middle of January, I've got to roll my sleeves up because... I think it's going to be a wave of games you know like all the games we know about they're are going to, still going to be those amazing indie games that are going to hit and games just come out of nowhere sometimes don't they like you, you a week before launch you'll see a trailer and you are like dude that looks really good and that's all it takes for something in virtual reality to catch your eye and, well, it's like um...
1: that game that uh, you and uh, Lincoln and Seltzer have all played that Path of the Warrior game oh, it literally yeah. was, just, it was just announced out of nowhere
2: and yeah, I love that, too, because because I can decide right then and there whether I want to buy it rather than, you know, the, like a game like Half-Life. You know, that's a high-budget game. So I get that. But an indie game, I, I definitely prefer Stealth Launch because I can decide right then and there if I want to buy it.
0: That's it, man. That's it.
2: And Star Trek Bridge Crew... Oh my God, that was like a thing of purdy. Oh for yeah, it nowhere For that to come out of nowhere. Now here's the thing, I got burned on that. Um, So I've got the game on PlayStation VR with the DLC. I've got it on the Quest with the DLC because it comes with the DLC when you buy it. Now I bought it, also bought it on Steam earlier this year, but without the DLC. So I finally broke down, bought the DLC for the Steam version of the game. I come back to the Oculus app and the Rift version is free. So I'm under the impression that it's cross-buy. So I spent $15 on DLC buying it off of Steam when it was already there for me on the Oculus Rift platform.
3: Yeah.
2: So, but, oh, well, I love the game that much. I just went ahead and let it go. You know, they can keep it 15 bucks. I love the game that much that I'm not going to act up about it. But I do love surprise and stealth launches.
0: Yeah, no worries. Uh, anyone in the chat, if you're new here, let us know if you did get a VR headset this Christmas of any kind. That would be great. Get to Chopper's just coming in. And he's reminded me that he is now an Oculus Quest owner. Even though he won his, which is unbelievable. Um, Who won their one? Uh, get to the Chopper. Get oh, to the I Chopper on, VR! Man. Danish Gaming, or Dane as we used to know him. Uh, he is... Yeah, Salsa is not a weird old lady. That's not what AWOL is standing for today. Mm-hmm. He is... Uh, out on the piss, basically. He's getting drunk with some friends, mm-hmm. I believe. And that's hopefully tight. eating loads of chicken wings or something. Because that's what I like to do when I get some beer. Captain Chrissy, how you doing, man? Danish is the man. Have I missed it? Oh, Granbo, how you doing? The Outer Worlds of Vorpex. Would you check that out, Nat? Because you you love... um.
2: You Outers. know what? Here, let me type my um Oculus name into the chat, if you don't mind.
0: Ah.
1: I mean, the the problem is, and it's kind of the one that you brought up, uh, GT. Is to be honest, there's so many games and it's so little money, if you will, and more importantly, so little time. Yeah. Um. Like I've 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 kind of gone uh, since the PC side of, for me anyway. I've kind of gone mad. I mean, even uh, uh, this week I've brought games. I brought uh, Hellblade: Senua's Sacrifice VR edition. Which actually I tried to play this morning and then suddenly realized you actually needed the gamepad to play it. So I was kind oh, of standing yeah. there with my touch controllers going, oh yeah, I can't play this. Oops. Yeah. Um, Need I an bought...
0: Xbox. Were you going to get a, a Steam? Well, I don't think you can get Steam controllers now. I think they're quite No, hard you to can't. Get
1: I'll, I'll just. Uh, Xbox well, One. The, fu- the funny thing, as I was saying yesterday on my uh, on my show, I've got this wonderful PC that I spent a lot of money on. I ain't got Bluetooth in it, so I need to buy a Bluetooth to to... <laughs> <It's> always <laughs> so, I could, so I could actually uh, uh, pair up a, an Xbox. I'll, I'll, I'll pick up an Xbox controller uh, for it, or I might pick I up I think they're really a, a cheap. I
0: one. think they're quite cheap on Amazon, the
3: Xbox so, controllers.
1: Um, but yeah, like I say, I, I, like I played Gaun, uh today, I uh, played an hour and a half of Lone Echo. Yep. Wow. Uh, oh, so really?
2: We've been telling you about that for a while, so what do you think so far?
1: Wow. Visually, it's absolutely stunning. Yeah. I would... Still, actually, give the visual side a little bit of a tweak to Stormland. I think uh, they've done a little bit more because uh, it's more sort of like, uh, stuff that we're we see. I would say it's more up uh, like
0: to date as well. Like Lone Echo is an old, quite an old game. Yeah, now. it's an
1: old game, but I, was still, I mean, you know, I I can understand when Lone Echo came out. Yeah, uh, it it most probably blew minds in terms of its visuals. Oh, dude! Uh, especially the uh, uh, the girl. So yeah, like I said, I played the uh, j- actually just before I started the show here. Played about an hour and a half of Lone Echo, um, and that bit where you go out into space and you can just look around and see Saturn, and it's like wow, it's that's t- uh, yeah, man. unbelievable. But, yeah. Um, so yeah, like I said, I've I've, I've been picking up all these uh, uh, these games, and as you say, you know. You look at the amount of games that are coming, and it's just like some of these games are going to have to be put to the wayside, because I don't want to just be playing an hour of a game, just to play an hour of a game. I actually want to be able to play and, and finish games. As you were saying about Asgard's Wrath. Yeah. You know, your problem now is okay, I've got uh, nine games backed up, but I want to get back to Asgard's Wrath. But when do I find the time to play? <laughs> Has I knew that
2: was going to happen once you got that PC. I knew it was going to happen, but so, hey, well, got, you know, I've got loads of games,
1: it. so I'm, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm try I'm, I'm going to try in the new year. I've kind of made a resolution to myself to, to stream at least five games a week. Um, nice, uh, and I hopefully I should be able to, uh, should be able to do that, but you know, like Half Life Alex, when that comes out, that's going to take over everything mm-hmm. i know it is oh it's um, gonna be everywhere and, be- and the thing is because I, it does look like march 31st is a date and obviously we'll get a date i want to play the original half-life and half-life 2 to prepare myself and want to get the story set and then on top of that you got half-life uh, two episode one and episode two to play
0: are you going to check out half-life in vr through SideQuest?
1: most probably not
0: definitely do it honestly it is fantastic it is fantastic. I absolutely... Honestly, You're going to
1: tell, you're gonna have to tell me how to do it, man, because i got no idea.
0: Is, is it was, I, I don't stuff What, side quest understand. or...
1: No, I understand side quest, but it, uh, uh, Half-Life isn't in side quest, is it? Yeah. you got to add it to it.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to add the... Yeah, yeah. I have done. If so anyone wants side, to know...
2: Side loading half, um Half-Life into the quest, <laughs> yeah. is, is this something you have to do through Oculus Link is what I'm trying to ask, or is this... Or is this no, straight,
0: so you know? this is um, this this is uh, through side quest, nothing to do with Oculus Link. This is purely on the quest.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah, uh, I did do a video on it. It should have a quite an easy tutorial, hopefully, um, because I managed to do it, and if I managed to do it, it shouldn't be too bad because I'm 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 not uh, amazingly technical. Is really.
2: uh, Pavlov still available to sideload load into the quest?
0: Yeah. Yeah, as far yeah. as I know, that's been delayed, isn't it? A little bit. I think that's coming oh, out
2: only, yeah. to uh, only until January. I lost, uh, I lost it. My son wants me to put it back in a quest.
0: Dude, that's gonna rock! Have you guys checked out the new hand tracking uh, demos?
2: No, not yet. No, I have chance. not. But I I saw a part of your video this morning. Yeah. So I talked about it with my son. So at some point we're gonna, you know, dive into a uh, side quest.
0: Yeah, I mean they're a little, a little bit glitchy in places, but there's still something quite. Magical about that presence, you know what I'm saying? That's what VR is all about, mm-hmm. isn't it? Is presence. But, and
2: but the pre the the pace that this is moving along, I expect it to be perfected probably six months to a year from now. I mean, like Oculus got that, um, hand that they got that inside out tracking together. what what like within a couple of weeks, two, three weeks, a month, or something like that. I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, because we know what the rocky start that they had with the inside-out tracking—it wasn't tracking very good—and it, it didn't take them long to fix it. And now they've been rolling out updates and features left and right.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. If, Ubisoft,
2: if if Ubisoft bring that to Star Trek: Bridge Crew for the
1: Quest, I'll buy it in a heartbeat. <laughs> I well, think it's worth it.
2: Period. You know, I'm, I'm
1: i'm i'm happy enough with the playstation vr version and to be honest i can um, play with you guys via that because obviously it's cross, yeah i assume it's yeah. on the thing, it is, so it is it's not a big issue so but to be honest the, the, you know to actually have your fingers you know pressing buttons and moving dials and stuff uh it's what it's one of the things i'm i'm really looking forward to because uh, again uh, on the top 10 list last week i you know i had the curious tale of the stolen pets yeah I thought it was a, 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 a lovely game uh, really nice story um uh, you know i I've, I've i've been a big fan of a game from a few years ago called the lost bear yeah uh, which good. was on playstation vr which only is an hour it's like an hour uh, game but it's so good uh so wonderful puts a big smile <laughs> on the uh, on your face after you've played it
0: i was scared game. playing that game
1: and I yeah definitely and I love I I love all those sort of games those games have, have mm-hmm. always kind of appealed to me that's what I like uh Ghost Giant you know I was really pleased to see that in the community's top 10 and uh, stuff like that so yeah. but you know there was something special about Star Trek Bridge Crew uh when you're sitting on the uh you know whichever one you're in the engineer or captain I, I never actually wanted to be the captain
0: I love I being a, a respons- captain.
1: I didn't want to be that. I didn't yeah. want that responsibility. Uh, I uh, remember the I've, I've uh, never first...
2: been a captain before. <laughs> <I> <laughs> well, love I'm going to do it sooner or later.
0: I love it. I put in my, my, uh, my hours for that game. Trust me. Like every night before I was, I think I started, I think I played it before I started streaming or something. I was playing that game every night. No, no, no. I was definitely streaming when that came out. I'm sure I was. I can't remember, but, um, I played it all the time. My favourite thing was learning all the roles, learning like the little little tips and stuff of other people, and then uh, within like over a week, two weeks, and then basically I just like then like, right, I'm going to be captain. Study the um, what's that mission? The Kobayashi Maru. Hmm. Uh, get that down because there's a trophy on the PlayStation that if uh, and it will be on others I'm assuming if you rescue over 120 people on that mission, you get a trophy, and it was the one thing I didn't have to platinum the game. So on uh, one mission or, or a cumulative. What do you mean in, in the Kobayashi Maru mission? You mm-hmm. have to rescue 120 people to get okay, a trophy. Cause, uh,
2: Cause I think, uh, I tried to Kobayashi Maru and the guy that I was with was actually a pretty good captain at the time. The most they had rescued in one mission was uh 18 people. And he <sighs> learned from that. <laughs> so I guess the 23 that we rescued is nothing, huh?
0: no no no, it's pretty good man it's it's a tough mission um it's just learning the system and learning what how the game wants you to play and uh yeah so that what once i sort of got that figured out i used to love going into lobbies and people would be sitting there captain role would be empty there'd be three people sitting there just waiting and they'd be like do you want to be a captain i would be like hell yeah and uh we go out do a mission do it really well. And I go, oh, thanks very much. For it. I'll be like, yeah, see you mm-hmm. later, guys. And it was so popular when it came out. That's what I do. I just roll in and out of lobbies, just like doing this. Because everyone wanted to do the Kobayashi Maru to get the trophy. So um that was really cool. That was like one well, of the best things I've ever, I've ever done in VR. I loved it.
2: When, I've, when the game first came out, I was noticing the total opposite. That everybody wanted to be the captain, and people were leaving because they couldn't be the captain. Oh, really? There's only one chair. You know, and you got a room, four people in there. And three people wants to be the captain. Nobody wants to be the engineer. So that's why I never had a problem playing the game because I don't have a problem being an engineer.
0: I always, like, let up. If if anyone wanted to be the captain, and uh, I'd be like, yeah, go for it, man. And I'd be sitting there, I'd be thinking all the time, that isn't a good decision. That isn't a good decision. And I'd have to sit there and be like, what about if we do this? And he'd be like, yeah, yeah, do that then. And I'll be thinking,
2: oh, man, this is, this is so uh, annoying. Know, I, I probably take the game too serious because I, do. I don't like playing with drunk captains because they horse around. They they uh, hit the red alerts and send off those sirens for no reason. Everybody's jumping around thinking we're under attack, that kind of stuff. Um, so, yeah, I, I guess I, I take the game too serious because... Uh, when we do start the mission, I'm like, okay, five minutes into this mission, I'm wondering, uh, let me study this captain to find out if he's going to get us killed or not.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, man. Yeah. Sorry. I was just looking through. I think accidentally we've blocked some messages from the one VR and I can't, I can't get them back. I do apologize. I don't know how to, uh,
2: they might've uh, been held for review or something.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to I'll have to look at that afterwards. I do apologize. Hopefully they're coming through now. You'll have to let me know. Um, what I was going to say? So anyway, welcome to the channel. Uh, welcome to the stream. How are you doing? Our oh, Grambo. Nice. Angel, how are you doing? You all right? Thanks for joining. Uh, I wanted to scroll up because someone said they've uh, got some new headsets. Where are we? Simon says he's yeah, a PSVR since launch, forgot got the Oculus Rift S for the for Krimbo. Excellent stuff. Hello, Chris Richardson. How you doing? Ham says. I also just got the quest. Play Tint rider so far. Excellent stuff. Cool. Yeah. Decepticon Danish. Won a quest. Imagine winning a quest. Oh my god. I said to Mr. GT, if I get 10k subscribers, I'm giving away a quest without doubt. i got it. That'd be awesome. I'd love. I'd love to win something like that. I never win anything. It will
2: happen. What, yeah, definitely.
0: What to win one? You you will you will reach. No, you You will you'll reach 10, 000, 10k. 000, I've been so. keeping my eye on that. <laughs> what's he doing? um gorn is his exercise game as a violent exercise game what well, i love it
1: gone gorn, yeah. like gone i tell you what i i was loving gone I, I, I assume you guys have played it
2: yeah
1: i was absolutely loving gone on level one uh, and stuff and having so much fun and when i went up to level two and you went to the two-handed weapons like the big hammer and the, the other thing they make
0: it different, yeah, yeah i didn't wobbling.
1: like it i just i i was just like yeah cuz the, the weapons it didn't really bother me in level 1 but when you go to the two-handed weapons and they're like wobbling yeah and i was like what well, oh, what what's this and then it's like okay well i guess i've kind of got to you know spin it around my head and it was all over the place it was blocking and stuff and i i was just like yeah i don't like this anymore I want to go back <laughs> to level one. So I think
2: I think Gorn is going to do really good on the PlayStation once it comes oh, to PlayStation VR.
0: If Polish Paul's got anything to do with it, man, I think everyone's going to buy it. Like that, he is hyping that game so much, and it is a great game. Like it is a good game. I don't think it's as amazing. It's as, not.
1: It's not ultra amazing. It's. It's. It's good fun. It's one trick pony that's fun to play. Yeah.
2: But I don't think there's any games like that on the PlayStation VR right now where you can, you know, beat up uh, enemies. Uh, uh, a a beat 'em up game. I don't think there's any beat 'em up games like that on PlayStation VR right now. I'm trying to think if there is. Well, you got. Well, you you haven't got anything like this as
1: bloody is gone because i mean oh yeah cutting, yeah, so cutting just... limbs off and cutting heads off and stuff yeah, so the what, do you got, of
2: what other games do you got where you can use a club a mace um uh, a bat or whatever um... i know a game
0: what was that terrible game that was like you had the the um the mannequin thing and you just practiced using weapons on it that's all you could do someone here will remember what it is
2: it I have was,
0: no idea. I reviewed uh, it because it was so bad. It was so but crap. It,
2: but I, I think currently the only beat up game on PlayStation VR that really stands out to me would be Drunken Bar Fight.
0: Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's it. Drunken Bar Fight. Skippy, well done. That's exactly what you said. VR bug. Hellsplit Arena isn't on um, PSVR, is what he's saying. But yeah, that is a brilliant game as well, Hellsplit Arena. I love that game. That is absolutely awesome.
1: Well, next, like I say, you know, we, we've been talking about like next year. I mean, a game that, obviously, again, I'm sure you're excited for and I'm excited for, and we haven't even touched on it, is Lone Echo 2.
0: Yeah, Lone Echo 2, without a doubt. Yeah. It's, uh, Rage Room! Rage Room, guys! Rage Room! <laughs> God, that game is... I don't review games very often. I've probably done about four reviews, hmm. and I only usually review a game if it's bad. When I've got when maybe someone has missed a live stream and they want to hear my thoughts on it, I do a review because I'm like, please don't buy this game. That isn't always the case, but Mm -hmm. so far it has been. And Rage Room Uh, was awful.
2: See, we got D uh D one three sixty. He said mention blade and sorcery, but that game's not on uh PlayStation VR. So yeah. that's where I'm going with that. Is you don't, in terms of beat em up games on PlayStation VR, you don't have a lot of choices. That's why I think uh, Gorn is going to do very good. Not so much because of whether or not it's an amazing game, you just don't have a lot of Uh Same thing with um, if somebody were to put another Sim Racer on PlayStation VR, and, and God forbid, if it's a, a multiplayer, yeah. VR multiplayer, it's going to do great because you don't have, you really don't have much to choose from.
0: A Sim Racer, no. I think. You know, recently we've had Mini Moto Racing X on PlayStation VR and Touring Carts, And uh, Dash Dash is also coming to PlayStation. So they're getting races and they're getting multiplayer games. Uh, someone has asked if we've played Dash Dash. Yes, I've played Dash Dash quite a few times, streamed it twice. Uh, I've got to check out the Oculus version as well. I've got that ready uh, lined up. But as a concept in a game, I think it is actually a very good kart racer um great weapons power-ups you've got your drifting the tracks are nice and wide and in the most recent uh update you've actually got like a loop to loop in it i think that's great i think stuff like that is fantastic it's a fancy racer and, it, and it's really doing it touring cards is good i do like it um but the tracks uh the corners are quite severe you know uh as dash dash is always like you've always got a ride around the corners long drifts building up that boost i get a rush out of that. That, that excites me. Same as he did on Mario Kart. I, to the point, sometimes I might even mess up a race because I'm trying to drift around a corner too much. You know what I mean? I should maybe just take the corner, but instead I'm like, drift, jump around, drift. And uh, yeah, it's really cool. It's really good. Rage Room is still $30. <laughs> no, no, no! <laughs> no. Damn, why have I not got a... Big Channel. i am be able to bury that game. It's so bad. So, so bad. It um, can't be
1: any worse than Warzone.
0: I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Warzone kind of had a purpose,
1: didn't yes, it? Yes, to annoy me. That's no, but there was...
0: There was like... But there was... not I didn't... Rage Room just... If it did have a purpose of practicing with extreme weapons it failed it just failed at everything it was so bad it was i'm so not bad.
2: familiar with this game at all
0: well you're lucky to be honest i think it's really good that you managed to just swerve out the way of it there's really no <laughs> I'll point i'll take you at your word okay who have we uh what's that d1 360 what's he put is he gone i don't know he's put... okay but i'm not sure if i've missed anyone uh-huh. or missed someone
1: um, yeah, your missus was um uh sent him a message to stop spamming. Uh that's why he was put on uh, oh, okay. uh time out. And so I think he's just sort of said okay, bye.
0: Oh, no worries, dude. Um
1: yeah. So missus Thank protecting you. us. Thank, Thank you very, very much, babe. I didn't
0: realise that was going on. I do apologise. Also it was loaded hidden hidden uh, comments. Uh Keaton, and I'm loving it. What is your favourite So when it comes to Rhythm Games? Dance Collider is one that someone actually come up with and asked me to play. I haven't played Dance Collider. Has anyone here played Dance Collider? No,
2: no. I haven't played any kind of dance game.
0: Okay, no, I haven't tried that yet. And she's saying to him, You should. Uh what I, that is absolutely correct. And I was gonna say that if Grown was My Sport and the PlayStation VR got um even a one to one race multiplayer, that'd be great. That that would like for me put me back in the game. That's all I want is to race one other person um you know ever lobby create the amount of track the amount of laps the amount of tracks and i'll be good i'll be good that that would really make me happy and that would put me straight back into the game
2: absolutely and i've said that before in the past that the lack of sim racers on the playstation vr is one of the driving factors of me getting a pc
1: mm-hmm. well a lot of people have uh, done that i mean jd turned around and said that he, he went pc because you know he's a he's a racer and unfortunately mm-hmm. Sony are not, you know, producing games that allow people to take. And like I say, it might be that the PS Four just isn't powerful enough to do it.
2: Um... That's that is my belief because um I think uh you know Drive Club VR, uh, I think it's not bad, but the blur is awful in that game. I have to be honest. And yeah,
0: that... it is blurry, but I think personally, for me, I actually get over it in Drive Club. And I don't know, I think there's strangely a lot of detail going on, like this blossom and leaves, and there's actually a lot of detail in there. But yeah, you're right. It is. Initially, you see, when you get into it, it's it like...
2: Clarity is critical for me, especially if you're competitive like I am and you're going on a track for the very first time. Clarity is paramount because you need to be able to see that corner before you get there. Uh, the yeah. blur is so bad in um, Drive Club that you don't see a corner until you get there, especially in night races.
0: Yeah, and um, I, I don't think you can play it online anymore. Can you? Is it still live? I don't know.
1: I think, I think till uh... March it's live. Right. Okay. I, think I, I seem to
0: get off. that. And uh, what was the other game that was they took it away by? Why can't I remember that? Uh,
2: Star Blood what... Arena. You might be thinking of that one. They I was did. thinking of White
0: Moon Dreams the developers, but I couldn't remember the name. Yeah, Star Blood, which is an absolutely great game, which is a real shame mm-hmm. uh, that that happened. So, yeah, we've. So we basically covered so many games already talking about this. I'm just going to quickly have a look at my list to see what ones we might not have talked about. Um, after the fall, are you looking forward to that from Vertigo Games?
1: I I am, for the simple reason I'm a fan of Arizona Sunshine. And it's their next co-op. Uh, and I think they're in four-player co-op with this one. Yeah. Um. So I'm looking forward to it. I'd like to see more. I'm hoping there's going to be... Uh, a beta or something like that. Although, you know, obviously, again, it's a PC game. So I'm covered with the uh, the Oculus Cell or um, uh, Steam Cell side of it. So if it doesn't live up to expectations, as long as I haven't played two hours of it, then I can always get a, a, a refund. Uh, but yeah, I am I am looking forward to it. It looks like it's interesting. Future, uh, you know, they've, it's a uh, future side of it in it. So, you know, Civilization Falling Apart sort of thing.
0: Yeah. And I'm thinking, it's weird, and this is a conversation i had with Mike as well, about depth of games. Um, me and him had a similar experience with After the Fall. Uh, I, that was the first time I used a Valve Index as well. And he had it all nicely set up, because apparently you can move the lenses in and out for, to expand the field of view and stuff. And uh, I literally played it after him. And visually, I thought, this is brilliant. Like, this is a really good-looking game. Uh, actually, the video is on now. And uh, it plays really well. But it did come across arcadey. And also that's what happened with Savias's The Walking Dead Onslaught once it come across very arcadey. So <clears throat> I don't know I think that do you think that do you think something like that comes down more to price point of a game? Like because with an arcade game, it can still be fun, it can still be great, you know what I mean, in its own right. But I don't know whether in a way where games are coming out with um mechanics for example reloading a gun yeah in virtual reality it can be quite it can be quite tough like Pavlov for example the LMG in Pavlov is an experience to reload you press a button or you've got to pull the top up you know what I mean get your big clip put it on there pull the bullets over put the clip down you know or and after the fall I think you just press the button so I don't know you know and I think that was one thing me and Mike walked yeah. away from we were like visually this game's great but we both wished we could have emptied a clip Put a clip in, and I don't know. There's, it, it, I sometimes I think there's a fine line because it can, be, it can be quite frustrating in a game where you want to you want to do a quick reload but you can't. You know, I don't know. Do you think
2: they should just have an option or? I, I like I like reloading like in Pavlov because it adds strategy to the game. Uh, if you're in a shootout with somebody. And you know they run out of bullets, you know it's gonna take them a few seconds to reload. So that might be your chance to make a move on them to, you know, to try to flank them. Yeah. And uh get closer to get a shot on them. Uh but I did play a game. I can't remember the uh I think it was the uh Infinity Um I think it was Infinity War or something like that. It was a first person shooter game that I tried. Oh yeah. Similar, yeah. It, you it, saved
0: it, it, me. You saved me playing that.
2: You know, it was the I think it was like at the time that I played it was one of the best first person, best looking first person shooters that I played in VR. But I I didn't care for the gameplay. And then the loading, yeah, it was pretty much hit a button and it it just reloads. I think that broke the immersion because I love those things about Pavlov and contractors where you physically like you drop the clip out and grab one off your belt and pop it back in there and then pull the slide back before you start shooting.
0: And yet. Like Sniper Elite is on at the moment, and I've played that. I didn't mind just pressing the button to reload either. Because on it the
1: depends, aim can... it depends on the game, though, doesn't it? it, it like you're, say, you're that's what I'm like saying, you're saying that um, uh, after the fall is is uh, uh, more arcadey. Yeah. And if that's what they're going for, if that's what the developers going for, a more arcade type experience, but that you can play it with friends. Mm. I don't think it matters. Yeah, I just if want. You yeah cuz if they're going it's if they were going for more realistic like a pavlov or something then yeah you know you'd want the the chains but to be honest if you've got tons and tons of enemies coming at ya you know you most probably don't want to be sort of trying to uh put a clip in a a gun you most probably do want to just be able to sort like bang hit a button reload new clip bang 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 but that's, again, it depends on what the developer is going for. Mm-hmm. So something like um, uh, Solaris Off-World Combat, which is yeah. obviously coming out, well, that's I- from the Firewall guys. <laughs> that's not going to have uh, natural reload mechanics. That's definitely going to be arcade because well, you look at it and it's like, that is an arcade shooter.
2: Mm-hmm. But I think that's the that's the trade-off of using that aim controller. But, I mean, again, you know, games like Pavlov and Contractors physically having to um, change clips and that kind of thing it adds strategy to the game. You know, it might put you in a position where if you're not in a good spot where you can take cover to reload, then you might have to think quick, you know, and pull out your handgun um, to fight off enemies until you can get cover to to reload. I think that kind of stuff, it adds immersion to the game and it adds strategy to the game and it adds realism to the game.
1: Yeah. But that's because you want that sort of game. Not everybody wants that sort of game. This is true.
0: Yeah, it's strange. I think Starper Elite is like, it felt, like a bit, I know it's a game, but it didn't feel like an arcade game. This is what I'm trying to say, it's quite confusing. It felt um, like it was a sim shooter, essentially, but it didn't bother me that I was only pressing a button to reload a gun. That's why I'm getting weird. It's weird that I didn't talk to Mike about his experience of After the Fall until after I played mine. And when I was playing it, I was thinking, why do I want to reload a gun? That's what I'm trying to say. That's the bit that. My, my mind said to me, like, when I played Sniper Elite, I didn't think, oh, I want to reload the gun. Uh, maybe it's because I'm the aim controller. I don't know. But that's what I'm saying. I played it, and I was like, oh, you just press a button to reload. That's a shame. I don't know why we felt that. And I don't know whether it's because it looks so good that you expected it. It's, uh, and it's hard to explain. Um, I just
2: want to point I, I out. Even out like the... The... No. I even like the reload, the way you reload guns on Dead and Barry too. 2. Because You're using six shooters, and you know, when you run out of bullets, you slip Span- the gun over to the side, yeah. and that's going to make the, the chamber fall out and all the bullets drop out. Yeah, and then you flick it back up to uh, pop the chamber back in, and then the gun's loaded. I even like that feature,
0: yeah, man. Yeah, um, so VTIDS, that is something I am actually talking to someone about. Um, maybe we could do a special try it out. Uh, I've got someone to talk to about that. Basically, he's talking about doing the VR link in virtual reality. So we've done it in Rec Room. Uh, uh-huh. Well, we haven't done the VR link in Rec Room, but we've I've done shows in Rec Room. Um, I've never used Alt Space personally, um, but we could look at that. We can we can talk about doing maybe a special episode, couldn't we? Yeah. In
2: yeah. I've, I've even uh, talked about doing a Q and A uh, in Alt Space. You know, uh, asking questions. What it was like growing up being related to a boxer so uh, that's still something that I'm possibly looking at so yeah I think that'd be a pretty cool idea, Uh, us doing a VR link in some sort of virtual reality whether it's uh, rec room you know, uh, alt space
0: yeah yeah, Um, getting to the job has anyone talked about big screen yet? I love big screen, I think it's amazing Uh, Benji said he's watching us in his Oculus Quest now, that is awesome, thank you uh, for watching us, that is cool and yeah <laughs> massive thumbs up um yeah big screen is fantastic and i think in the uk we're going to be able to uh, buy tickets to watch films in 2020 so yeah not too long dude um
2: it's already available here
0: it's great isn't it big screen i love it it's so cool yeah uh
2: i haven't done it because a lot of people who host rooms some of them will show better movies than what's available for purchase uh case in point I think you have like an Indiana Jones movie that was available for purchase, but yet in a hosted room, somebody was playing the Joker movie, and the quality of the movie was pretty good.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, there is private ones as well, isn't there? There is some ones that you need to be careful of going into. (laughs) I've seen. Uh, JD
2: Max Um, is asking me: Has uh, Has Mayweather tried uh, VR? That oh, they might not know
0: that you're related.
2: Yeah, I, um, I, I really don't know because I haven't, I haven't talked to Floyd in about a year. Um, I'd imagine what all the cars that he has. Um, you know, <laughs> he's, he's got a couple of, uh, he's got a couple. He's probably of got
0: four jets. quests on at once. He's got that much money. He's probably got four of them on. <laughs> I, I,
2: you know, I wouldn't doubt it, but I think it would be something that somebody might have to suggest to him. Uh, you know, cause one time he told me he was thinking about buying a motorcycle, even though he doesn't know how to ride it. He was just going to buy it and put it in his living room. <laughs> it's <was laughs> like, to like on. a decoration the same way talking
0: to people. Like, I, no, I was riding motorcycles
2: at the time. He's seen, you know, and he thinks they're a lot of fun, but he also knows they're dangerous.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah. Do you know what?
2: Oh, uh, yeah. Get to the chopper. I'm a, uh, I'm Floyd Mayweather's first cousin
0: we just call them cousins over here I believe and then we have second cousins there yeah, but yeah. So
2: uh, no that's no problem uh, uh JD Max. I when I was caught up kind of caught up in the council war I didn't tell anybody cuz I didn't want to go back and forth with anybody but the VR community is so positive there's virtually no toxicity there so I felt more comfortable revealing it once I made the jump over to VR.
0: Oh isn't that awesome everyone hug each other. Where are we now? So we've had after the fall. we've had loads, haven't we? Now we've done loads of, um, we've done, uh, we've we accidentally covered dash dash. Panther VR was one you was looking forward to, I believe, Lincoln.
2: Was it Panther? Uh, yeah. But I, I, I'm uh, after the launch of uh, Aspire One. I'm a little bit concerned that the game could release buggy and broken. Visually, it's very
0: good. Um, it is because I have played it and I did do a video on it, but I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you how much gameplay there's going to be, or whether the mechanics that they're going to expand on the mechanics, or who knows, dude, who knows.
2: I do want to um, respond to JD Max. He says I should get him to try Creed. Now my uncle Jeff Mayweather, uh, he's uh, he was a former fighter too. He fought Oscar De La Hoya before. I have sent them a couple of my uh, Creed videos where I'm talking a lot of trash in there, so he did get a pretty good laugh out of it.
0: <laughs> um, Solaris. From First Contact Entertainment. Hmm. Now, considering how big Firewall is, and Solaris is going to be on all formats, I believe. PC VR, Oculus Quest, and PSVR. Uh, Along
2: with dedicated servers.
0: It could be huge. Like, it could be huge. And not not many people talk about it, because basically there's nothing to really talk about. We haven't seen it, no. It's just a 4v4, I believe, shooter all over again. Um, But set in like a virtual world. It's like a VR game, isn't it? It knows it's a VR game. You are you plug into a VR world.
1: Well, it looks you... like they're trying to uh, do uh, a Quake type game because you start off with no weapons. It's all about the oh, uh, yeah, the that's... points. Uh so uh, just like Quake, you you know the 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 people that I think the people that really get into Solaris will absolutely adore it, and they will learn the the points. You know, they know the points to grab. The best weapons, the best armor. Just like the people that absolutely adored Quake, you know, you know, you. It's like, okay, I'm on this map, I'm, you know, as soon as you spawn, you know exactly, okay, to ten foot to my left is a a machine gun, yeah. you know, ten foot to my right is a is a rocket launcher. So, uh, and you know, look, Firewall is a fantastic game. the 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 biggest issue it's always had is the servers. And as Lincoln said, they're going with dedicated servers this time. So uh, the only drawback to that is obviously if the game doesn't take off, those servers will be switched off, uh, yeah. which is one of the benefits with Firewall. You don't need to worry about servers being switched off because it's peer-to-peer.
0: Yeah, um, that's true. I mean, that's a. But it'd be nice to have a, a, uh, an option. Yes. Because um, I, I do apologize. I haven't had much sleep. What was the game we talked about a minute ago that has been shut down? on PlayStation
2: uh, Star Blood Arena Star Blood we Arena that... whether, uh, we, we could we have, have kept that around. alive
0: dude do you know what I mean it could have been could have been still going but like between us um, what was the other game so Pixel Ripped 1995 that I think that's going to be fantastic I mean the first one is absolutely brilliant and unforgettable so um, I'm thinking that uh, 1995 will definitely deliver yes uh, Absolutely. You big on uh, Pixel RIP, Lincoln?
2: I haven't played the first one. It just wasn't on my radar.
0: Oh, okay.
1: It's just a love letter to old-school gaming. Uh, this looks like exactly the same, except it's PlayStation 1, Dreamcast, that sort of era yeah, and, uh, of games.
2: Based on that, I should be interested in it, but I'm all about advancement. You know, not, I, I want VR to move forward in leaps and bounds. And um, we're on the cusp of getting the kind of games that I want to see on a regular basis in VR. We're on the cusp of getting um, AAA high-budget games on a regular basis, and not just you know one game every six months. Uh, I think we're we're going to get quite a bit of it. So, uh, so yeah, I was um, I was way ahead of Pixel Rips in terms of what I wanted. You know, like you know, give us the AAA games. Yeah, not that we didn't have them. I just wanted. Uh, I'm, you know, I just wanted a situation where we got AAA games across the board. No matter what your genre is, there's a AAA game in that genre.
1: But Pixel Ripped is 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 the indie game. Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of the day, and uh, a bit a bit like what GT was saying, indie games have their place. I mean, some of the best experiences I've had on PlayStation Three and Four have been indie games. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, you get the AAAs like God of War and they blow you away and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But something like, um, I mean, one of the most affecting games where I think I was in tears throughout most of the game was Journey. That was one of the most affecting games I've ever played. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and it wasn't until I got to Moss that I got those sort of similar uh, feelings. But then you've also got things like um, uh, Supergi- uh, is it Supergiant Games who do Bastion and Transistor, and they're doing Hades now. Right. You know, again, they're indie games, but they have a unique voice. And, and this is what I love about VR more than anything is we've got these amazing indie developers that have a voice uh, of a game that they want to show uh, and are doing some unique and out of the box stuff like the uh, obviously the thing I think uh, we all go back to is the side quest game, T- is it T for God? Yeah, T for God. Gotcha. It's a simple thing but it's just like it's so unique, it's so interesting. It's a mind you blow. blow. And you know that there's not going to be a triple A publisher that's going to do anything with that, and yet you know this one guy who did the T for God. You know, it's just like, well, can we do this? Yeah, we can do this, and it's it is yeah, you know, it's just a, a one of those amazing experiences. Yeah, and that's the thing I never want VR to ever lose. I don't think it will. I think VR is always going to be a fertile ground. I think it's actually going to be a more fertile ground. Uh, for indie developers than just standard gaming uh, will be because there's uh, there's going to be a, a developer out there, and I've said this ever since, uh, to be honest, before I had PlayStation VR, there's going to be some crazy, insane indie developer or in develop, indie development team that are going to do something that just blows our mind that no AAA publisher, I mean, the one I always kind of uh, uh, go back to, And I know it sounds like I'm playing smoke up his backside is Reggie Strange and Strange Game Studios, where everybody was turning around and saying, you cannot do multiplayer for this amount of people. You can't do this. You can't do that. And his response was, well, why can't I do it? And what did he do? He managed to get, was it 32 player multiplayer? Yeah, yeah. Uh, um I can't think uh who who oh god he's gonna kill me for not remembering his name but he turned around to Reggie and said Reggie can't you can't we have multiple weapons and so Reggie did it so you could make the move controller a knife or a gun along with your aim controller. Yeah. And you have it in the same game. Yeah uh, I think Seraphim, he literally Seraphim does
0: everything. Night, I think he literally does everything that people say mm-hmm. can you do that?
2: And I think any developers, you know Yes, they do have their place and I still do like indie games. But some of the indie games, I think the indie developers are the most creative developers for VR. But I can't help but wonder when they come out with an amazing games uh, with amazing gameplay, physics, immersion, I can't help but to wonder what they could have done with this game if they had AAA backing.
0: Yeah, but Yeah, you're right. But it's nice to think that they get that out there, they get a following, and then they get that back in. Do you know what I'm saying?
2: Because yeah, you even take Reggie for instance, you know, if he were to get picked up uh, by a major publisher, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, maybe. maybe. I
1: think I think if Activision want to bring Call of Duty to VR, I I I think uh, they've got a, a set guy that could run run a small independent studio within Activision in Reggie. Yeah, I i am a lot of
2: money. Him, I can see them asking him how many men do you need? You know, um
0: <laughs> Yeah. Uh what about the Wizards Dark Times? You guys played the Wizards? I no. love the Wizards. Excellent. Uh, you haven't played the first Wizards? I haven't played any of them. Oh wow, okay. Um Only one. <laughs> a Lot yeah. of games
2: that I'm missing out on. They're just coming out too fast.
0: Yeah, dude. Um so I played Uh, The Dark Times uh, at Gamescom. There is a video on the channel if anyone wants to see it. And it was, not easily, but it was graphically the most stunning game there because the world was so vibrant and colourful and everything was moving. And it was one of those games where you, you, you know when you go into a game and you're just like, wow. That's what that was like, playing that. And the game didn't disappoint either. It actually does feel like if you enjoyed The Wizards, I think the dark times is gonna is gonna smash it. I think it's literally like everything multiplied. Everything's better.
1: Well, it was uh, the controls for me on the wizards. I mean, that actually did work well with the move, but it was the spell casting because you actually felt like you was casting a spell. Yeah, um, and that was the 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 really cool thing. Again, you know, there's the obviously the thing with the Oculus Quest where it's like, okay, please give me think fing- hand and finger tracking so I can cast spells. Mm. You know, like Doctor Strange.
2: Now, I, mean, I was about to say that. Does it make you feel like Doctor Strange? Kind of.
0: Yeah, I think the one I always. Think, what's the What's the one where you sort of have your hands in and you split them up and you do that? That's like the what is that one? That's the shield, no. isn't it? I think if you cross your hands like that, you make the arrows. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's some great and and the simple one, the fireball is just you turn your palm round, do not you? I think. Yeah,
1: something like that. Yeah. And
0: then you can throw it. Yeah, it's good, man. You should check it out. Check okay. it I think you'll enjoy it. I think you would. Um, and this, and I, I, the, the wizards. Yeah. And the quest version is actually really good as well. So, um, yeah, the wizards is really hope good.
2: It, uh, uh, it'd be nice if it'd be cross by too. <clears throat> it might be. I, I don't know. I don't know. You have to it's... look into it. That's yeah. one bad thing about Oculus is they don't tell you whether these games are cross by or not. You have to look into it before you buy it.
0: Some advertise it and some don't. I would say it's probably less than 50, 50, which is a shame because that's the first thing everyone asks isn't it is it crossfire is it crossfire because they've probably already got it I'm um, VR I know we spoke about it before Lincoln I don't have you played Iron Man VR no I
2: have not
0: um, okay I definitely know Nat has done it because I filmed him <laughs> so yeah loved it yeah that's, no, that's gonna game, be
3: fun
2: that's a game that I don't care what anybody has to say about it I'm buying it good
0: yeah I think you. I think you'd be good to buy it as well uh, and I think me and Nat were talking about it a lot at EGX and then when he played it I think he, it was as described sort of thing, it was as Yeah the,
1: the way I described it is um, it pretty much is what you think it is going to be, um, there's, I think there's a lot more depth in the game than a lot of people will consider but I think it's definitely one of those games that is very easy to pick up but it's going to be hard to master but when you finally master it uh, you're just going to be absolutely powering, and uh,
2: yeah, you're- so let me ask you this, Nat. Based on what you played so far, do you see this game having the perfect balance between a gameplay and and a campaign?
1: I think it has the possibility. I mean, they've 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 spent a lot of time, um, uh, and they've brought right proper writers in. You know, the, no Iron Man. Uh, so I, I, you know, it's it's hard to say without knowing how long the campaign is. But I think that the campaign, uh, from the little snippets we got from the trailer, and uh, obviously I only got what was it, ten minutes with it. I, I think yeah, they've they've most probably got a a, a, a compelling story to keep you playing. Um, the only concern I'm I might have with that is uh, will you want to re- replay it? Uh, that's always a hard thing. You won't know until you actually play the story. Like, with Blood Mm. and Truth, you know, the the story is very, very strong on that. So, it was like, yeah, I don't mind replaying that and going through that story again. Um, But, yeah, you know, PlayStation VR doesn't have, you know, and it's a concern we've all expressed, it doesn't have that many banner titles. Like, when you look down the list, there are a lot of them come into PlayStation VR, but Iron Man is definitely not only a banner title for PlayStation Mm. VR, I think it's a banner title for VR um yeah it's, it, same it's, as sniper elite so
0: yeah it's gonna be awesome and there was like some magical tracking thing going on with Iron Man vr it defied what everyone moans about with the psvr because you're mm-hmm. playing it this way you turn your back around and I, you might even see it in my video i can't remember but i'm pretty sure you'll see me face away from the camera and i'm still because you've got to use your hands as the thrusters yeah, if you want to go backwards, you put them in front of you and blah, blah, blah. And I was shooting and punching and stuff, facing completely the wrong way, and it never lost tracking. And it didn't make any sense. only and, and someone else pointed that out, not to my video, though I think a stage demonstration of the game. How is he doing that? Because it doesn't make sense. Because we all know that, it, obviously, your, your head stays tracked on a PSVR because there's lights all the way around. Um, but with the controllers, it wouldn't. You know, to the point where if you, you're playing a certain game and you've got the aim control and it goes in front of your face, in front of the tracking lights on the headset, it will mess things up a little bit. That's why you've always got to try, hopefully, if you can, have your PlayStation camera either above or below at an angle so it can always tell that there's a difference between the tracking light on whatever you're holding in front of you and the headset. So, um, yeah, Iron Man for me is a game I think everyone can look forward to. I think they will feel like Iron Man. I really do. And it done that. It delivered on that part of it. As for gameplay and stuff, um, if you want to hold off and save money, obviously you've got channels like ours that you can wait and see and get a report on. But um, apart from that, I think if you're looking forward to it, it's a safe bet. Uh, The other one was Sniper Elite VR. We spoke about that. Nat, did you play Sniper Elite? I can't remember.
1: No, I was on the way to London when obviously I tripped over and split my chin open.
0: He did, he had a fight at the pavement and lost. Um, That is on the channel, so if anyone wants to see that, I've done a live stream talking about Sniper Elite. We've done Solaris, Phantom Covert Ops. Looking forward to that from In Dreams? Yes, I am. The Kayak game? Mm.
1: Yeah. I'm a Um... little bit more apprehensive after a Spy 1, but yeah, I'm still looking forward to it.
0: Okay. What about you, Lincoln?
2: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um... Have you seen gameplay of it? Have you watched gameplay? Yes, I have. Uh, but my question is, the gameplay that we've seen so far, is that from the Quest or...? So I've actually
0: played the Quest version, um, and I live-streamed it, and i done the whole section of the video that you see, and I've done it offensively, and i had done it covertly as well. Covertly. Yeah, I got it in the right thing. Um, and I thought it was amazing. Like I really did. I absolutely loved it. The quest the first trailer they put out was Quest version only gameplay. And that remained like that for about four months, I think, maybe even longer. And then at the Game Awards, I think it was, they released the first Oculus Rift footage. And dude, like when I saw that, see like, what oh man, thank you for joining us. Cheers. Thank you to everyone in the chat as well for being here. Really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Um did I actually think, Wow, that looks really good? You know? Get to the chopper. Yeah, I'll probably do. Yeah, I see you. I'll probably do very well.
2: This is another game that I hope is Cross by. I I know that's being a little bit uh, probably um, begging. Maybe that's begging a little bit much. Right. But I think I do think that um, Oculus can corner the VR market, uh, with with Cross (laughs) by.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I I think it's uh, going to be a great game, and I can't wait for it. They've obviously delayed that a little bit as well, but I don't think that's a bad thing. Um, and plus, it was swamped. We were swamped with games. It would have been crazy. Swallowed up, yeah. Yeah, it would have been crazy to have another heavy hitter yeah. come out. It would have been really hard. Um, so, yeah, hopefully they're going to give themselves some time and come out at a good point. Uh, blah, blah, blah. we've done that Medal of Honor I think we basically covered it and we spoke about um, a game that's called... going to be fun yeah man yeah Pat the Virgo 2 yeah I think pretty much we have spoke about unless you guys have got some games that I don't know about that you're looking forward to um, that'd be awesome
1: well not exactly a game but I'm I'm intrigued and interested and somebody's just put it in the chat about Facebook Horizon
0: yeah, definitely deserves to be spoken about, um, mm-hmm. because they have said you will need to have a Facebook account to use it as well, which upsets some people, doesn't necessarily bother me, um, but yeah, how do you, well, I don't know, um, do you think they're going for the Ready Player One thing, do you think that's what they're trying to do, Do you think, because for me I always thought PlayStation Home would come to PSVR. I thought that's, when it disappeared and PSVR come out, I thought, dude, they're going to make that into a virtual reality. Um, <laughs> Get to the chopper so hyped for the Quest, he just wants to keep talking about Oculus Quest, because uh, he's absolutely loving it, which is great. He done his first video, I think it was the other day, Um, and yeah, it's good to see, man. I'm glad, I'm glad that, like Lincoln was saying, I think it was, and the guys earlier were saying, it's really good that multiple platform VR channels exist it's great to have a it's great to have a Quest channel and it's great to have a PlayStation channel but it's nice that you can get one and people are happy whether they own that headset or not just to be talking about virtual reality in general um, I think that's awesome thank you VT cheers man thank you thank you thank you for the donation another great stream guys did you probably mention Lone Echo I missed the first 40 minutes we did talk about Lone Echo where was it in our top 10 uh, the original
1: it was, Ugh. was it in our no, top 10? No, it wasn't in top 10 because it didn't come out this year. Oh, damn, no. it wasn't in the top 10. Or
2: but... uh, or is he Or is uh, he asking us about Lone Echo too? Most probably Lone Echo too.
0: Yeah, we talked about... Oh, we did actually say that underneath. Sorry, man. Yeah, we did talk about it. Uh, we are very hyped for it. And the reason we got a good conversation about it actually was because Nat first experienced Lone Echo this week, you were saying, weren't you? Uh,
1: literally <laughs> before the show. There I played an hour and a half before the show. Uh, Have you got a video in, um, up of it? Yeah. Should be on YouTube,
2: you know, and I'm surprised they have not been picked up yet.
1: What, uh, um, oh, Ready, at, Ready Dawn. at Dawn,
2: yeah. I'm. Um, you know, the, this is the same uh developer that did the order 1886 over on the PlayStation. Uh, which at the time that that came out, I think that game looked truly amazing to start it the generation terrible. off. <laughs> What's that? I said it played terrible, it's a horrible game to play. It looks amazing, it's it a looked- cult. It's a cult favorite amongst people. It's one of those games that, you know, it's got a, a dedicated fan base. Oh, but man, I was so hyped so... for that game. I really was. What game are uh, we talking
0: about? I must have missed it. The, the
1: Order,
2: 1886. Order 1886. Oh, because yeah, was, I loved it was, that it, game. It, it yeah, was these, these are the same developers of Lone Echo.
0: No, it's in your startup screen of your channel. Isn't it? No. I thought it was part of one of the animations where the guy punches the other one.
1: No, I don't no? think it is. Oh,
0: I don't know what game it is then. I thought it was The Order. Yeah, I loved it. I thought it was great. I actually completed that. Um,
1: oh, I've got the platinum. I, I mean, you could get the platinum on the first playthrough if you knew what you were doing.
0: Gorgeous game. Uh,
1: but yeah, the graphics were amazing. It was a like, thing. It was just, unfortunately for me, it was one of those ones where they spent so much time on the graphics, they for- kind of forgot about the story. And it was only, what, five hours long? Uh Ah. That was
2: my only gripe about Lone Echo is that I wish it was a little bit longer.
0: Nice. Yeah, Lone Echo, I we haven't got I haven't got any information on Lone Echo too, unfortunately. Um I don't know. It anything. was
2: supposed to I think it was originally slated to come out in two thousand nineteen. It was.
0: Oh, okay. Hopefully fingers crossed I could reach out to the developers. I could see. I haven't uh tried before. So um it's one of those things, you know, I mean, I thought they were massive so I thought <laughs> they're going to look and I go nah but you never know uh, I'll, I'll, I'll see what I can do where are we now Gardini I'm so happy that my old laptop or shall I say my last laptop has the juice to run Saints and Sinners sweet let's hope so dude that'd be cool
2: get to the chopper says I need people with talent on dreams I think that's what Sony is doing with dreams I think they are using that as a tool to re- to recruit talent.
3: Yeah, well,
2: maybe yeah, with Kills Dreams you can that. create your own games. Uh, it's it's just open. It gives you all the tools you need to create your own games. Um, the VR support isn't there yet. I think it's supposed to come in in February. So I'm definitely curious to see what kind of creations we'll see, uh, you know, from gamers creating uh, their own VR games. And again, I think Sony is going to use this game. Uh, as a mechanism
0: to scout talent. Yeah, man. Like, one of the developers, uh, he's on Twitter a lot. He he, always, he almost thought I was following him. I first met him, like, a year and a half ago, and I wanted to interview him about Dreams. And I didn't necessarily say it was about the virtuality side of Dreams. I was just like, even though I gave Game Tag VR written on me, I was like, dude, can we talk about Dreams? We're doing an interview. But yeah, no worries. He said, we're just going to go and do this, we're going to do that, and I'll meet you back here at so-and-so time. He gave me his number. And uh, I texted him and just mentioned something about virtuality, and he was like, whoa, no, can't do it. Not allowed. Not allowed to talk talk about that at all." And I was like, "Really? Like, not even uh, a co-. like?" For me, in, in my head, I thought to myself, "Dreams is going to be one of those games where you make the you make something outside of virtuality, and then go into it, and that's how you can play the game you've made or whatever else." But um, yeah, anyway. So then I go to another EGX, and he's there we're like, hello, mate. He's like, hello, still can't talk about it? No. Uh, then I see him at Gamescom. He's like, hello, He's you still talk about it? No, can't talk about it. And, like, when I saw him, um, I don't know where it was last time, he, like, turned around and he, he was literally just opening the door. And I was there. And he was like, really? Like, <laughs> serious? <laughs> and I was like, man, I know. I'm not going to talk about it. It's fine. I'm not going to ask. So, um, yeah, it's... Uh, I don't know what's going on with that. All I know is people will go absolutely crazy uh, when that happens. And... Someone else said, I don't know if it was on the show, they said that maybe they're waiting for PSVR 5.
1: Yeah, I said that. Yeah. I've, I've, just, got this, I've just got this nagging feeling because they're not really mentioning VR, I, I, I just think, because uh, obviously we know uh, the majority of PS4 games, uh, depending on where you're here, so either all of them or some of them are going to be playable on PS5. I just think they need the extra horsepower that PS5's going to offer. Nice. So I think yeah. that might be one of the first games that gets a, 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 a an upgrade. I think you kind of look at what Microsoft did with the Xbox One X, um, with uh, a lot of the 360 games like Red Dead Redemption. You know, they they boosted that up. Uh, there wasn't any need to do it, but they did it. You know, it's like okay, well you can play Red Dead Redemption now in 4K if you want. Uh, and I just think that's that's going to happen in um, uh, for. Um, a lot of the vr stuff in uh, when when we go to ps5 true uh, you know that would be one of the, the 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 ways they get the ps vr users to definitely jump into playstation vr i think that would be one of the things they announce it would be like okay we can't talk about playstation vr 2 but by the way you know uh you know uh, grand turismo sports and uh, this game and this game and this game um if you if you get it on ps5 uh, your PS4 four will work, but there's going to be a patch for it, and you're going to be able to do, you know, like multiplayer on Grand My Sport. You're going to be able to do yeah. VR on, uh, on things like that. So I think that'd be the, you know, like I've I've already said, you know, day one I'm buying a PS5. So you know, if I have, if I have to run over an old granny, I don't care. I'll do that to get. <laughs> yeah, get I've already started my, saving I'll my money. I've been out.
2: putting away. I've been putting away about 20 bucks a week for my PS5. I think I've already got about 300 tucked away for it.
0: Yeah, I mean, we spoke about that before. I think it's going to be, over here in the UK, it's going to be a minimum of four nine nine, Um I think, for PS5. I just want to do it quick. Um, where was... Drew says he loved The Order 1886. He got it for a, tel- a tenner. He loved it so much he even grew sideburns.
2: <laughs> the big like... pork chops.
0: Yeah, like the main character, by the sounds of it. Funny enough, right, someone mentioned uh, The Last of Us i loved the last of us there wasn't many games at that time but this is before virtuality that i have said before that i was sort of falling out of love with gaming there was only certain games i played as before i played loads of different games and like i do now in vr and uh, the last of us was the game that i finished it and i started it straight away again on the harder mode straight away loved it I thought, wow this is great straight back in and i was thinking i'm gonna grow i'm gonna grow like a beard then i'm gonna get my hair all long and Yeah, I mean, and I'm going to start wearing checkered shirts and punching people with bricks. And that's how much that game affected me. Uh, You know what I mean? And I wanted to get boots instead of trainers. Um, Yeah, it does happen like that. It sounds sad, but a game can really affect you that way. And uh, The Last of Us did that for me. I absolutely loved that game. That was so cool. Decepticon says, can't wait for that to go VR. Itching to make music videos. Yeah, you could, could not you? That would be awesome. Mm. Yeah, sweet. Uh, where are you know, we now? some of
2: these VR mods that we starting to see people do uh, with these AAA games, the Halo Reach, uh, Grand Theft oh. Auto, you know, that kind of stuff. There's no doubt in my mind that some of these exclusives, some of these Sony exclusives, they, if they would have been available on PC, somebody would have did a VR mod on them by now.
0: Yeah.
2: And I think The Last of Us is definitely one of those games where somebody would have done a VR mod on it if it would have been available on PC.
0: Um. Secrets us put it needs PS5 for power. You're talking about games and stuff. As you can't have both quality and quantity and have enough decent gameplay without compromises. That's what we want, don't we? We want we want PS5 and PSVR2 to deliver. To be fair, what PC has got now, a lot of the times, there the compromises have gone in some ways, um, and that's why I think a lot of developers put stuff on PC VR. It's growing in uh, in um, popularity. And with Oculus Quest now getting the link as well, well, you know what I mean? Oculus have done it, haven't they? they they're bringing more people in um, to the PC VR side of gaming.
2: I think Oculus is poised to dominate uh, 2020, I believe, and even maybe possibly 2021. I think now is the time for Sony to go ahead and look at another prime, permanent price cut on the PlayStation VR. I think it's time for them to go ahead and knock it down another 50 bucks to make it more appealing because we're at the stage right now where enough people that are VR centric have some sort of VR headset right now. And the only people left to appeal to are the casuals, but with the casuals price is everything, you know, um, they you know, you say something to VR, say something to them about VR. The first thing that's going to come out of their mouth is how much does it cost?
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I was, I was watching, uh, my son loves watching, uh, donkey, and um, that's one of the things he's basically saying, you know. He's he's talking about Half-Life VR. He's all happy for it and excited about it. But he's like, dude, you got to put this thing on your face and it's a £1,000. He also says how amazing it is, like virtual reality. He loves it. But that is the turn-off. That is the thing of, <clears throat> you need a PC, bosh, there's a grand. So someone, it's funny enough, a question I got from my son, who's into memes, into the internet and all the rest of it, said to me, he thought you only, you could only play your Half-Life Alex with the Valve Index. You know, because my missus was talking about it, and she ever since someone brought it up in the chat about getting me a Valve Index, someone said in the chat, oh, we need to get GTA Valve Index. She said to me, oh, how much is it? And someone in the chat said to her, £900, which it would be for me, because I haven't got the lighthouses. Um, I need everything. And she couldn't believe it. She was like, oh my God, that is a crazy amount of money. So if you don't know that you can play another headset... You're talking 2K minimum, I guess, because really on that, I mean, how much would a PC to run Half-Life Alex on those specs be? It's got to be at least 1,200 pounds.
1: Well, they've only only released the minimum specs, so we don't know what the recommended specs are. Well,
2: my son's PC meets the minimum specs except for the RAM. You need twelve gigs of RAM. He Rams, eight, Ram, RAM's
1: cheap
0: though, so that's fine, isn't
2: it? Yeah. Well, I, I just bought it, <laughs> <Whoa>! I, just, <laughs> I just bought sixteen gigs of RAM for uh it was seventy five bucks. I guess I it depends it
0: on, what you get, doesn't it? Because you got different Yeah, it DDRs, was the Corsair.
2: So. It was a Corsair. And I did get it on sale for uh fifty five bucks. So it was twenty bucks off, but um but where I was going with this is that his computer normally retails for about 850 bucks and I got it on sale for 700. So, so yeah, I would probably say about 900 bucks. You would probably need to spend about 900 bucks on the computer with, with good enough specs to meet the minimum specs.
0: Mm, Yeah. I mean, the thing is though, like when say Stormlands, for example, I find a lot of games now that are optimized better and are trying to perform higher. If you go for like ultra high settings to, like, medium settings, there is a difference, obviously, but it's not massive. It's not massive. You can still get by and think, this looks really good. But when you drop to that low setting, when you go medium to low, I do find there is a big drop. I do find most games for some reason for me, like, the first thing, if I if I ever struggle to run anything, which isn't very often, I would go anti-aliasing. I'd zip that off. Don't really care about that too much. Um, you know, because you can go crazy high and I don't think you're getting. My eyes are like, I'm not really getting much out of this for what you're, for what it's doing. Um. So yeah, like, Annie one of the first thing I knocked down. So, but yeah, I think when you go to that low and you lose its textures, when you lose textures in a game, that can make a massive difference. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, are you are you prepared to play Half-Life Alex on low settings? Because I take it that's what we're talking about. Minimum requirements of settings is going to be low. On yeah.
2: Shipment. Uh, I think I'll be able to play it on normal, maybe even high settings, because mm-hmm. I think I have a good enough graphics card. It's just the uh, processor that might be the issue. Right. Um, but my son, in his case, you know, his computer's weaker than mine, but he's okay with you know having to play it at low settings or normal settings. Because he is at the point now where performance means more to him than graphics.
0: Okay, yeah, makes sense. I think virtuality is performance is massively important. Yeah, I mean dropping frames and stuff is—is like a normal game? Is it? It's it can break the immersion. It can even make you feel ill. So, you know, you need that uh, mega smooth frame rate. And funny enough, I was chatting to someone about streaming virtuality. Uh, what do you guys stream at do you stream if you do stream or record do you record or stream at 60 frames a second or 30
2: i record at 30 because my internet's not fast enough to stream at uh 60 okay it streams at uh 30 is at 30 frames per second at uh 720p
0: okay yeah i do 720p at 60 um what about you nat I ain't got a clue, <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for him to say that. i He's, just stream.
2: He just presses it a works. button. Well, OBS, I hope it works. Will um, OBS will tell you. OBS will tell you because it'll kind of, like, optimize it for your um, internet speed.
0: Yeah, and I agree with you, I'll bug in, in the headset you do, but when it comes to streaming, I tend to think that, um, I thought 60 FPS was essential, but the more... i Oh, see you later, Chopper. Take care, man. Take care, dude.
3: Take
0: care, Chopper. I'm starting to wonder, like, is it that essential? I don't know on the stream. I'm not sure. I mean, I'll always keep to 60 because I can do it. But it makes me wonder, you know? Like, I've watched some streams that are 30 frames and it still looked fine. Still looked pretty good. So, I mean, I don't know on this stream. I don't know if you've got the option to watch it in 720p and 720p with 60. Um, let's have a look. I
2: think in my case, um, yeah, I guess it's more about showing them a good game.
0: Yeah, and and that's why I thought the uh, no, you can only do it in 720p60. So yeah, um, yeah, I was yeah, just saying I was wondering what you guys did uh, as streamers
1: and whether you did that. I, or not. I I just hope it works
2: <laughs> when I do stuff. Once I get my PC back, I'm gonna go ahead and connect these two PCs because I I use this PC for my podcast and then I got my gaming uh, PC, but I was doing both on my gaming pods on my gaming PC streaming and, you know, gaming at the same time. So I'm going to connect these two PCs so I can game on one and use this one to stream. So it'll take some of the pressure off of the gaming PC.
0: Yeah, man. I had a lot of people have great success with that as well. You know The the
1: one, the one thing I will like to say about Half-Life Alyx, and obviously we're talking about settings is that game is going to have legs. So, you know, obviously all us are going to be streaming and there's going to be other people streaming. There's going to be people that have never done VR before and playing Half-Life Alex, and they're going to be streaming. Um, so for people, they shouldn't be too concerned about being a day one player because mm-hmm. the game isn't going anywhere. Um, you know, it, it'll be there. Like we, we've seen so many people on our, our stream. So I say, oh, yeah, yeah I'm getting a PC. Because I want to play Half-Life: Alex Plus, it's also the other—it's it's the other games. But that game will have legs. So i i, I, I do honestly believe uh, uh, it's just going to be continuing to sell. I mean, it's—it's it's already there. It's actually in Steam VR's uh, gold list of the best-selling games in VR. So their their top-selling games are in what they call the platinum list. Yeah, uh, BoneWorks is in there, by the way. Uh, that made it, which considering how Late that came uh, into the, uh, the the marketplace uh, is very very impressive, but Half-Life Alex um, is in the next tier, and that game ain't even out yet. Uh, and that isn't it doesn't include the uh, the Valve Index people. They're getting it free because their um, their tier system is based on revenue, how much money you've actually made okay so obviously the valve uh index is zero revenue because they're getting it for free so this is actually people that have gone out and actually paid 42 pounds or whatever the price is in uh, america most probably about 50 dollars i would have thought um so, and have already put their money down in preparation for it
0: it's crazy uh,
1: so
2: it's, when this it, game it, releases it, it, i think it's gonna be the most viewed game on youtube
0: Oh, without a doubt. And I think every single channel, VR and non-VR, will be covering it. Yeah, I think but... they will. I think every single channel, and that is what's going to happen. That's how it's going to blow up so much. All those channels that you might have watched before. I used to watch quite a few channels before I got into virtual reality. And obviously everything I watch now, or pay attention of, is virtual reality. So, but you're going to see that. You're going to see that everywhere million, do you know what I mean? Guaranteed PewDiePie is going to play it. Do you know what I mean? Just saying a name. They're all going to play it. They're all going to play it. Everyone's going to play it. And it's going to be absolutely fantastic for virtual it's
1: going to be the thing to play. Well,
0: it's going to be the game. Do you know what I mean? It's going to be the game. Forget
1: about VR. It's going to be the game. Yeah, not
2: VR. You use PewDiePie as an example. He does virtual I think somebody like him is going to have a big impact on VR reaching people that haven't tried VR yet, but I think people like us are going to have the biggest impact in terms of what we think of the game.
0: I think what happens is, and this is what I've said before, and only because developers have told me, because I was on the assumption when, uh, and what the game, I think we've heard it before and talked about it is to the top. Jacksepticeye played it 4 million something views. Developers are like, yes, this is brilliant. No sales, no sales really come from it. Maybe a few, but nothing for a 4 million view video. They're thinking, dude, this and basically through time they've learned and i think that's how fast travel learnt as well you've got to reach out for communities you've got to reach out for the people who've got a solid base so i think or, or even talk about gaming do you know what i mean like pewdiepie played a game it'll make it look fun it'll be like a 15 minute video of probably a bit of nonsense and funniness and it'll look amazing and then it'll be done and then they'll be like oh i need to know more about this you know i need to I need to know what headset I could play it on. I need to know um, are there other players using it? Has anyone else done a full playthrough? Has anyone done a review of it? Blah, 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 blah. And I think that's what happens. And that's how some people end up on other channels or smaller channels like ours. That's what I think uh, uh, happens. Ham was bringing up something about restreaming. And I think he, uh, if you are restreaming 720 frame, 720p at 30 frames, oh, the chat has moved on. Um, that's the most compatible across all platforms without paying for transcoding and he's right. Yeah. Like basically streaming gaming at 1080p, if you're, especially on restream, um, isn't great basically. It's not good, uh, for certain things like maybe Facebook and Twitch, something like that. There is things involved and I know that 720p at 30 frames is the safest bet, uh, for giving people a good stream. But I seem to be okay with the 60 frames a second, it seems to be going well. Papa chicken has arrived everyone. you know, so you know, make sure you make a fuss about that. Uh Keith Hunt says I'll be upgrading my PC next year. Needs to get an I seven CPU and at least a ten eighty GPU. Do you know what? The ten eighty man is so expensive. Um I think the twenty the twenty eighty was cheaper than the ten eighty at some oh. points because it's like almost a collectible. Do you know what I mean? And and it's been overclocked and people have done so much to this card that I didn't understand it. Because that's, that's the card that someone put me towards the 1080. And I was like, yeah, I think it was over £900 for the 1080. And I was like, why would I buy that when I know the 2080 is already there? Um, but yeah, man, you got to do what you got to do. Let me know how you get on. Uh, Sir is really good to chat in the Discord for anything uh, PC related. He's really cool like that. Yeah. Uh, Golfer, how you doing? Glad I made it for your in stream. Yeah, you too, man. How was your Christmas? I hope everyone had a good Christmas and is looking forward to the new year. Uh, anyone who's new to VR, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Really appreciate it. And yeah, so, what's that? Christmas was Gucci this year. Superb, man. Superb. So yeah, um, guys, are you, anything else you want to talk about at all today at all? No,
1: just to wish everybody a, a happy new year. And don't drink too much and try and keep your promises for resolutions. <laughs> I yeah.
0: will. Yeah, I don't know what my New Year's resolution is going to be because if I choose to lose weight again, I will lose the weight. But then I'll put it back on again because that's part I've of got the
1: a, I got. A, I got a resolution for you. Buy really the misses right. those Jimmy Chews. No, I'm not buying you Jimmy
0: He deserves them. <laughs> I did win the 1080Ti. Sorry. Yeah, that's what I did. Oh, grandpa, thank you. That is exactly what I meant. Um yeah, versus 2080, 20, yeah. 2080 items will keep... VR. Yeah, I do want to upgrade to a, a 2080. I've got a 2070. And to be fair, it does seem to be doing a bloody good job. Um, recently, I've changed my um, encoding using OBS for those who care about this sort of stuff um, to go for... Is it two, X264? Um, or HX264, whatever it is, over the uh, NVIDIA... Uh, Which Because basically, if you go for NVENC, that will use, and you've got an NVIDIA card, it will use your graphics card to do your encoding. As if you go for H.264, it will use your CPU. And it was a hard thing, because I've got like an i9 Intel, and I was sort of wondering where I was going to go with this. And I think I'm going to stick with going with the CPU for the encoding. I'm thinking that's what I need to do. But, uh, yeah, cool. You're on call New Year's Eve. Dude, I'm working New Year's Eve as well and New Year's Day. So, um, what about the rest of you guys working at all, Nat?
1: I'll be I'll... off
2: New Year's. Oh, nice.
1: I th- uh, No, I'm definitely working New Year's Eve. I think I'm uh, off New Year's Day, though.
2: But, uh, you know, I will miss my computer not being able to play PC VR. But, again, the, the Quest and the PlayStation VR get me through.
0: So, have you got no PC VR at the
2: moment? No. <laughs> what it feels like is that... Ring up Floyd. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> uh, having to go through 36 bodyguards to get to him, you know,
0: so... You'll make it. be fine.
2: No, he's a, he's a real hard person to get a hold of. It's, it's a situation where when he wants to see the family... He, uh, you know, he has one of our relatives that basically acts like as a liaison between us and him. And uh, she organizes everything when he wants to see the family.
0: I I'll take he has to have security and stuff and all the rest of it, does he, and all that crap? or uh,
2: See, it depends on what he wants to do. Like, uh, for instance, um, he came into town a couple of years ago and he rented out like half the section of a restaurant and had it closed off. And um, all the employees had their cell phones taken away, and then um, and then later on that night he wanted to see a movie, so he and he rented out an entire uh, movie theater where it was just <laughs> us in there, and uh, nobody from the public was in there. It was just us.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, I guess you couldn't be able to watch a film in peace. Yeah for sure no, or eat I mean, in because, peace. Because,
2: because like the restaurant incident that i'm talking about even though we had half the restaurant you know kind of closed off it wasn't curtained off so when people recognized that he was in there then a lot of people were like coming as close as they could without stepping over the line
0: yeah. and
2: pulling out their phones and taking pictures and videos and everything so yeah, it, must be hard. I've seen it get, I've seen it get really hectic at times.
0: That's a bloody good question. JD says, "What movie did you see?"
2: Oh God.
0: In the meantime, Scheme says, "Love my PSVR, but I'm currently saving my first PC. Buying all the parts one by one every now and then. Got most of the parts set: the motherboard, CPU, and GPU. Getting an i9. Nice, dude. Yes, you're gonna have a better setup than I am because I've got that, that CPU, but my GPU is a 2070. Good luck." Uh, Can't wait to hear your thoughts on what you got. Uh, Jump into the Discord if you want to talk to anyone about uh, getting help with that setup as well. Do you remember what the film is? I think I'd remember if someone rented out a whole cinema to watch a film.
2: No, um, I wasn't terribly interested in it.
0: Oh, oh right, okay, no worries. You just doing? But I
2: did, I did eat like a pig though because um, (laughs) that place was uh, pretty expensive.
0: Mandalore, the ultimate is This is a general. I have no idea what that is about. No. But good luck to you. Uh, Thank you for jumping in. Um, Yeah, so guys, thank you for being here. Thank you for your likes. Thank you for your comments. Thank you for being uh, for the last episode of the VR link. It's been a great journey. I'm not sure how many episodes we've done um i didn't know we'd start numbering them or not but we must this must be like what the 15th maybe i'm not sure how many have we done all together
2: i'm not sure either
1: definitely more than 15.
0: really i'm not sure Mm. my memory is terrible for stuff like that um
2: how many episodes had you done before you offered me a spot on the vr link
0: do you know what i can do quickly is quickly go to the playlist because the Everything I do has playlists all my quest videos, okay. all my riff videos, all the The only videos.
2: reference I have is going back to the because uh, when when I accepted the position, I know I made a video about it.
0: He did accept the position, bless him, that's <laughs> that so sweet. Um, where are we? Uh, apparently, there's 45 episodes, yeah, and it looks. It looks like it turned into the VR link. Um, Got some developer interviews there. The one with Telefrag. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, man, what happened to that game, dude? What happened to that game? I don't know.
2: I do get the feeling that some of these developers are waiting for the PS5 to bring their games over there.
0: Okay, I think... I'm not sure. It looks like I'd done one, two, three, four, five, six, maybe seven episodes of my own. Eight episodes of just me talking. Um, And then I'm thinking that is the one in June. Might have been the first episode in June. Really? I couldn't have been going that long, have I?
1: Yeah, because yeah. uh, I got banned, didn't I? Uh, uh, on the, like the second or third week from YouTube, if you remember. Wow. I, I turned around and said, uh, and that was an E3 thing. Uh, so that was may i think
0: yeah uh, crazy actually looking at us i'm just looking at us now <laughs> nah it's summer man you look really hot with your unicorn hat on um yeah crazy sorry about that yeah uh yeah i can't believe we've been going that long thank you for all your support I, this year i can't believe it i can't believe we've been going that long that's uh that's amazing that really thank great, you wasn't.
1: gt for putting this all together Mate, absolutely thank you
0: thank you for being here honestly um thank you to everyone in the chat thank you for all your donations everyone who's become a channel member thank you for just doing everything this year it's been amazing uh, it's been a really cool journey and uh sometimes i've to like think wow like you have to look at what you've got and I'm, I'm i feel very privileged and um thank you thank you all for being here cheers guys oh what have we Take got here care. should we check out uh, Great show, chaps. Thank you, thank you, Decepticon. Cheers, man. Papa Chicken, thank you. JD, Scheme, VR Bug, thank you all. VTage Ham, cheers, guys. Drew, Guy Son. We're looking at, mate, I can't wait for 2020. It's going to be absolutely sick. It's going to be, be fun. Yeah, man. And remember to check out these guys' channels, please. Uh, obviously, jump over to Nat, Seven Degrees of Gaming, South to Catch Up, uh, VR. Check him out. And Lincoln Clay from Lincoln Clay 670 and that's us out thank you very much you're gonna do it's it okay guys i'm waiting for uh lincoln He's, yeah. he usually does his thing at the end
2: uh yeah uh, before i give the wakandan send off i do want to say to everybody i love hearing stories about people getting new headsets so please keep us posted through twitter through the discord or uh even comment sections of our uh videos of getting headsets and um and again, you know, send me a friend request through the Oculus app or Steam or something because it's all the same Lincoln underscore Clay with a, you know, with the capital K, K L A Y. So uh, keep us posted. I love hearing these stories. I love, you know, hearing what people, you know, first impressions of VR for those who don't have it. So with that being said, Wakanda forever.
0: <laughs> See you guys. Thank you ever so much. Bye bye you. <laughs>